With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Now, I don't know if this is a first in the history of the show, but it's a first that I can remember. We will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free Great quote, my man, Brady Quinn. Jonas, it, it's it's good to be working back-to-back days together, but, man, after their four-hour show yesterday and uh, that five-hour grueling match, the, the Wimbledon finals, uh, I, I was tired, man. I was just tired sitting there watching the ball bounce back and forth. You know, I, I mean, it was an incredible match, but – for five hours sitting on the couch watching that thing, I am exhausted. Yeah. My hands on I, I, like, let me just say this. Uh, I don't know that we've ever opened up a show talking about tennis, but the only reason that I think it is worth discussing is because if you think you're passionate about something, like everybody out there has got a passion. You know, they're yeah, about sure. music or sports or, or art. Bobo or, and Tinder. Yes, yeah. it, Tinder, dating apps, you know, all that fun. Like everybody's got, you know, something they're passionate about. Whatever you and you, dieting. Yeah, right? Whatever you think you're passionate about, you have got nothing on Brady Quinn's passion for Wimbledon because it was unbelievable the crap that I continued to get via text message about Wimbledon. <laughs> unbelievable. 
I, I, I don't know if you were just... Did that but, match start at, what, 6 a.m. in the uh, Pacific time? Something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, early. Yeah, so there's no chance you watched the beginning of it. And uh, it was it was kind of like an up-and-down roller coaster ride. And once you got to the fifth set, I mean, you couldn't help but not root for Roger Federer. I mean, I, I didn't have a dog in the fight, but he's 37 years old, and, and what he's doing is ridiculous. And the fact that he had to beat Nadal just to get there, um, and, and another really long competitive match... Uh, and, and he had his chance. He, he, he did. I think it was um, the like eight seven in the fifth set tiebreaker, yeah. and he was up what forty love. I think it was. And Djokovic came all the way back uh, and and ended up winning it. It was awesome. I, I just I, here's why I'm such a big fan because those are two of the because all-time it's July greats. and there's nothing else on. No, <laughs> no, it, no it, it's 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 not. It's not because that could be at any time of the year. And I would watch because I've always respected Roger Federer. He's the equivalent, in my opinion, of Tom Brady as far as what he's doing at this point in time in his career at his age. I mean, 30's considered old for tennis. All three of these guys, Nadal, Federer, and Djokovic, are all in their 30s, and they're all playing at a really, really high level, better than ever we've ever seen before. They all have more majors than Pete Sampras, who had 14, and he's the, the closest to those three. I mean, they're blowing the rest out of the water, and it's it's... It's watching sports and it's watching competition at the highest level. And it's awesome to see those guys going back and forth. Like I, I really felt like had there not been the new rule in the final where the fifth set, they end up going to a, a 12-12 tiebreaker. I, I don't know exactly know how to describe it, but had they not had that, I honestly felt like at some point, maybe this thing just would have kept going forever. Why don't they sweat? Honestly, stop. Like, I just why don't they sweat? Do you, do you want to know why you think they don't sweat? Yeah, tell me. Because they have the, the all the all the little people around them that sprint to give them a towel every single time. There's a point, one way or another. There's someone who's sprinting and can give them a towel at any point. And listen, that's why. That's okay. why you think that. Look, I you're uh, I'm an active guy. I like to do a lot of cardio, a lot of that stuff. You could send anybody you want. You could have uh, one of the, uh, uh, the people that work the pits in NASCAR uh, to out there to try and uh, help me out, as to dry me off and give me uh, liquids and all this other stuff to try and keep me hydrated. And it's still you could see visibly that I'd be sweating. Those guys don't sweat. There's not, it's not well. First off, they're in tremendous shape. To do what they did for basically five hours, are you kidding me? Look, and I'm they've not been doing saying, that through a tournament. I'm not saying they're not athletes. I'm just saying that it's incredible what they do, and it was a lot of fun, and it was a great tournament to watch. It's just I'm watching it, thinking to myself, is it just me, or if I were playing that game, I would be sweating my you know what's off. Like I'd be sweating profusely everywhere. Those guys aren't sweating, so I don't know if well, they're not getting off, the right hydration or what. Well, it might have been whatever's in that that drink for Djokovic. I mean, after after the second set where he got blasted by Federer, <laughs> all I know is he went over to some orange drink, and and all of a sudden he was revive man he won the next set and then it it was game on oh, after you, that. you think uh you you think a little panama lewis going on there you remember <laughs> i don't uh, know man i'm just saying yeah Pan- i'm just saying there's something special in that drink it's like <laughs> the commentators were talking about it. he took a sip and literally his eyes lit up and it was like he was alive again uh you remember that uh that story panama lewis was the old boxing trainer i think aaron Pryor, who i believe is from ohio if i'm not mistaken aaron Pryor, right. who sure. was a savage if aaron Pryor hit you in the stomach or hit you with a body shot your entire family died he was a murderer and in one of these fights panama lewis either put something in his drink or like gave him something to <laughs> sniff on like in the corner it was horse so are you saying that panama lewis has been resurrected i don't even know can somebody fact check whether or not panama lewis uh, is still alive i don't want i don't want to misspeak here uh, but if we could get somebody on the case to find out whether um, or not panama could, lewis is still alive while we're researching that yeah 
Can I just go back to one thing? There's a reason why you think they don't sweat. These guys are classy. Okay, Jonas, I'm sorry. It it's Wimbledon. Yeah. Everyone's okay. dressed up really, really nice. Even Woody Harrelson, who made a cameo out there, along with every other British actor, I swear. They must be giving away seats to some of those people because I think that's pretty expensive, but it's like they wanted to flaunt every chance they got. Whoever is in the film industry or whoever's royalty or, or whoever showed up to the, to the match itself, but it's classy. And that's why like you you can't you can't like realize that they're going to sweat a little bit. They got the people with the towels right there every step of the way yeah. so they can immediately wipe the sweat off. Yeah, so it's more it's the country club vibe. It's you exactly. know yeah, yeah. okay. Think about the last it. time you went to a golf course. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> it have been yeah. what August uh 2018 let me tell that story since we're going to talk about the prestigious golf course that we would sync together with the country club vibe of of a tennis stadium like Wimbledon. Tartan I'll just throw one. Tartan Fields, Dublin, Ohio. Classy uh, yeah. classy club. Let me C- tell you. Totally classy totally classy especially the part afterwards where certain people were playing bumper cars with the golf course golf carts in the parking lot that was classy uh especially the part afterwards where i was shoveling 50 to 60 boneless wings from roosters at because everybody was hammered after the golf tournament like you cannot compare that sort of class to wimbledon i just think those guys don't sweat because there's there's something going on there something maybe, maybe it's the drink man uh, maybe it's that joke of his drink let's uh let's go live to our is panama lewis a live insider Bobo for the latest Bobo yes Panama right. Lewis is still alive at nice. 73 nice. years old we straight. didn't offend anyone yeah. it's the first segment damn straight and you know where he was earlier at Wimbledon he was giving uh, Djokovic something in his drink good for <laughs> Panama Lewis still getting work after all these years yeah good that and the fact Lewis. that uh, Federer had to take a, a few bathroom breaks there was a number of times he had to leave the court you, and come you know, back okay so. you know who's got the best and, and you've called let me, let me just ask you this You've called games in ballpark. How many fa- how many stadiums have you called games? Oh in? gosh, thirty. Um, I mean, forty. Yeah, I'd say thirty's probably probably about right. Okay, yeah. okay. best setup. Um, the first the one that booth. comes to mind is college because I love yeah, Washington. Yeah. So in the booth, best setup to to call oh, a game. Of from. course. Yeah. Huge booth, bathroom inside, which is always key. Okay, so you've got that. Now, I heard Joe Buck say one time that uh, Soldier Field is a great game to call because where you're at, the the sight lines, it's it's perfect. Oh, like, it's really it, low. In, it's very, very low. Okay. I don't think there's a better place to call a game or a match or anything than at Wimbledon. Have you seen where they call the game from? They're in a bunker. No. They're in, in this little bunker next to the court, and they look out of this little window. It's amazing. So they're in in this bunker. I sort of got. I just want to go see the bunker. I don't give a crap about Wimbledon. I don't care to watch one single second of a match in person at Wimbledon. I just want to sit in the bunker with Chris Fowler. That's all I want. I don't think that's too much to ask. Pull some strings. Can't you make that happen? You're a country club guy. Can't you make that happen? Fowler actually lives down in Miami. We 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 took a flight together to Arizona for a bunch of uh, conference uh, meetings. We kinda, sat right next to each other, he's, he's talked for jacked. about five hours. Kind of jacked a little he's bit. He's really jacked, yeah. dude. He's he's a Colorado guy, and when we were talking about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm into fitness, all this stuff," and we we, we were just kind of got ta- talking about different tangents. But he's a big time fitness guy, and and he's. He works as hard as anyone at it. He does a tremendous job. But uh, yeah, he's jacked up. It'd be a little bit tight in there. He's, yeah, he's, he's a pretty, he's a pretty big dude. Yeah, him, McEnroe, and I. Forget, I think there might be one other person in it's there. The other it's, McEnroe. Yeah, yeah it's it, the brothers. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. So it's um. So you've got this little bunker it's there. John now. and Charlie. 
or John and Patrick. I, I don't know. Let's just make up. Uh, Patrick let's just right. keep. Uh, yeah, I think it is Patrick. I think yeah. it is uh, uh, Johnny and old Patrick. Yeah, it's Leonardo. I believe is it Leonardo? Mm, not uh, so much. Okay, we'll just th- start throwing out names. Guillermo or no? That's an in-law. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 right. the, the McEnroe goes so, uh, beautifully. Yeah, beautifully Juan. Uh, Juan is it? Juan. I'm just naming in-laws yeah, at this Juan point. McEnroe. Juan. That sounds right. Uh, Rigo. Right. Uh, I'm just throwing out. Uh, that's that's the name of the mysterious McEnroe brother whose name escapes us. I believe it is Patrick. Uh, here. So now that we asked you. Best place to call a game booth-wise, worst case to call a game. Let's step on some throats. Let's crush some stadiums, Brady Quinn. Come on, feed me. Worst place to call a game. Um, I had a bad experience at Arizona State because their <laughs> AC was broke. And it was early in the season. It was like Arizona State, Texas Tech. Uh, Nick, who was the running back? Uh, Kalen Blage. He's now with the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> he scored like eight touchdowns that game. It was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Texas Tech's defense was awful, and we were up there sweating our life. Like, talk about a moment where like you pray you're never going to be on camera. It's then uh, how because late? we're just dripping puddles up there. Now, what time of year was it? It, it was the beginning of the season. Okay, so it was it was, oh, pro- it was like one of the first first weeks. That's yeah. brutal. I man, I'm telling you, it's. And and this is the most under discussed thing. The Miami Dolphins. Everyone talks about. Oh man, certain teams have an advantage where they play. Uh, Denver's got an advantage early in the year because they play at altitude. You know who's got an advantage at home early in the year? The Dolphins because of the humidity <laughs> and, Tampa. and all. Uh, yeah, and Tampa. So I, I believe it. Early in the season at Arizona State in Tempe, and there was no air conditioning. Gee, so and and you've got to. And now, did you take the tie off in between camera shots or what? In between camera shots, yeah. like I, I would basically be wearing nothing, and then as soon as we had to go on camera, I'd, I'd put everything on really quick, you know, do do my part, and then get basically undressed to watch in my underwear and call the game. Ah, oh, that's the best. Awesome. The best part was they. Uh, so so obviously, when you call a game, they open up the windows because you want to be able to hear the crowd, and obviously, you don't want anything to bother your sight lines. And that that booth's also up there pretty high, so um, they've they've got this like ghetto rigged air conditioning thing kind of there <laughs> and it's almost like you, you you've got the um you've got like the little little cone shaped thing that's shooting out but it's just shooting directly outside. Oh, like, yeah, like, it's, it's awesome. like a complete waste. And so there, there's just there's no AC, there's no airflow. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, when, you, when you're on a road trip and you stop up at some uh, gas station or a liquor store in the middle of nowhere, they got one of those makeshift uh, air conditioning units to where yeah. they've got to take out the window and they put it inside the window and then they've got to put a piece of wood over the top so it doesn't fall out of the window. Well, that was college for me. Yeah, yeah that was college. That's yeah, uh, right now for me. <laughs> that way. All right, uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. By the way, that was absolutely without a doubt the most comprehensive and well talked out segment on tennis in the history of sports talk radio i mean that is how it's done if you're a young broadcaster out there and you want to make sure that you end up on sunday nights when everyone's either hung over or not listening do something like that like we just did that's how it's done that'd be the uh, the best advice yep yeah, absolutely. to be working right now yep all right uh coming up next here though on fox sports radio with that guy brady quinn uh we have a new twist in a developing situation involving one team and their starting quarterback. Find out what it is next on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in uh, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, there is a former NFL coach who might be insane. We will get to that here a little over 10 minutes from now on uh, Fox Sports Radio here. Uh, Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox with you here. Uh, All right, so uh, Brady Quinn, uh, after we broke down Wimbledon, and by the way, we would also like to say um, thank you uh, to Roger Federer and uh, Novak Djokovic for presenting us with that spectacular performance earlier and giving us a phenomenal tennis match to watch. And at the same time, we would also like to wave goodbye to tennis on this show for the next two years. So go. we'll just, see just you guys. Just probably another year. Just probably another year. How do they not get blisters? They got to get blisters, right? You know what? My Alicia, my wife asked me that. She goes, man, their hands have to be so callous and blisters. And I was thinking to myself, I don't know. Tennis, the, the little tennis wraps, they keep, well, first off, they keep changing the rackets. And then the wraps on those things are so soft. I mean, it, it's like, Probably the softest leather you could feel. You know. Let me tell you, see, you ever smell a? Uh, you ever open a can of tennis balls and smell inside of it? Yeah, so good. It's. I so used to good. do that all the time for fun, man. Yeah, I, they should I make just, that a I love cologne. The smell. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could I could smell those balls uh, for the rest of my life. They, that's they bobo. That's they, a drop. Let's just make sure we grab. That's that. not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I'm, I'm, I got. I just, I just want to make sure the boys are I, on in the back. Okay, right? I got. I, this, that's not what I. All meant. over right. you. All I'm over you, you smelling balls. You back like when when if you. 
uh, my lover uh, balls. Yeah, I do too. And you open up the can and you pop it open, and it's my it's hands on balls. it's the complete contrast from like a can of tuna. You open up a can of tuna and you're just engulfed. <laughs> are, you, are you really trying to cover yourself? You're, ju- right now? you're just engulfed, and it smells like a, a, a toilet seat at a county fair. And then you open up a can of tennis balls, and you're like, this is glorious. Can they make this I, a cologne? I, I might try to go buy some tennis balls after the show. Just for that smell. Good. I have no desire. I can't even physically play tennis right now. Yeah. Uh, but just for the smell. Yeah, I agree. And then just throw them yeah. away. That's all you need. Well, or I'll keep them. Yeah. And, and I don't know what I'll do with them. But in fact, you know, like we'll hang out. next time I get my car washed, uh, I would like. I don't want new car scent. I don't want cinnamon. I don't want forest. I don't want you know lavender. I want tennis balls. I want balls <laughs> inside my car next time I get it washed. That's what I, I love. Our balls. Um. I'm sure you could figure out a way of orchestrating, <laughs> orchestrating that, man. I, I'm sure you can. Okay. Uh, all right. Back to us. Uh, Bobo, we, uh, are we, are we uh, back on the air yet? Let oh, you know. were on the air the entire time. Oh, were we so, really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, all right. So, Brady Quinn, let's, uh, let's do this. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. There's been this sort of uh, prevailing wisdom from some people that Dallas has got to sign him, got to give him this money. We were talking about it yesterday when we were working about – one of the things that I presented was maybe Dallas just isn't quite sure yet. Maybe they're just not quite sure whether or not Dak Prescott's their guy. Otherwise, it would behoove them to get a contract done now because these numbers and these salaries are only going to increase, and it's only going to make it that much more difficult for them to pay other guys, and we know what those other guys are that are coming up for deals. You have a new twist on this. You've got a new twist on the Dak Prescott situation. Please explain. Well, you posed the question last night when we were working, like, why haven't they got this done? What else are they focusing on? What else could they be paying attention to right now? And it was interesting because an article was kind of thrown around as, you know, we, we've talked about the 18-game season and only 16 games played per player, and, and we kind of talked about um, the CBA and some of the negotiations going on and, and why that impacts uh, Dak Prescott's potential contract in the future with the salary cap and all that good stuff, right? So we kind of broke that down. Yeah. Well, one part of the CBA that we mentioned and that they're trying to figure out the forecasting for the future revenues are is, is gambling because it's not completely um, legalized nationwide. It's a state-by-state deal. And one of the states that doesn't allow sports wagering is the state of Texas. Oh. So who could be a really influential figure who is all about the Benjamins? I mean, if, if there's one guy that I know in the NFL – Who's all about the Benjamins? All about um, you know being ahead of the curve. He has the most expensive sports franchise in the United States. Yeah, it's one Jerry Jones. Oh yeah, uh, and so the guy, was, and also the guy was so much pull that he got uh, a group of owners to pull out of a deal they had uh, in Carson, California, and go to Inglewood instead. Right, like he's the guy who orchestrated all that. Oh, he's the guy who's you know orchestrated a lot of different yeah. things, and and he's going to probably be a key player in. You know, the next CBA, getting the owners grouped together to, to make it a deal. Robert Kraft's kind of been that figure in the past. I think it's going to be Jerry Jones moving forward. And, and I think Jerry Jones will be or could possibly be a very influential figure in the state of Texas. And whether they, they, whether or not they get sports wagering, especially considering the properties that he owns, what he has, and how the Dallas Cowboys could continue to generate even more and more revenue and still remain the most valuable sports franchise in all of professional sports in the United States. And if you think he doesn't care about that, you are nuts. And that is something that would obviously change 
if the state of Texas does allow sports wagering, and if he can't find a way of capitalizing capitalizing on that, when other states will legalize it and we'll be able to find a way of generating more money. And so it ties into the Dak Prescott situation how? Because Jerry Jones is more focused on that than maybe getting a deal done with Dak? Uh, maybe that's a portion of it, right? Maybe like, like if you're thinking about Jerry Jones, you know, what's going to impact his bottom line? More? Oh yeah. Gambling. Dak Prescott's contract. No, they're going to have plenty of room for that. Um, you know, they're ca- they don't have a ton of cap space and obviously he's got to be the one that, you know, sign off on what his signing bonus is going to be and all of that, but they're making plenty of money. So th- he doesn't have to worry about that as much. It's about how he can continually make more and more and more money. And that's why this could be something that, He's maybe looking at on the outside and has been focused on outside of the deal with Dak, and maybe he's just continued to say to Dak, look, we'll get it done, we'll get it done. But it's not a pressing issue for them right now. The sports wagering thing is, if they could somehow get it legalized before this season or next season, it, I mean, the, the bottom line is they want to have themselves positioned. So once this next CBA is signed, Texas is ready to go. The Dallas Cowboys are ready to go and ready to maximize themselves and the profits that will come in lieu of that. And and look, to a fan or somebody that might get worked up over something like this, basically what's happening is that Jerry Jones is kind of putting a priority over this sports betting law and, and trying to get this passed over Dak Prescott's contract. And you may look at that and go, oh my God, get your priorities straight. No, no, no. Screw you. It's a business. Uh, that that gambling money is going to be there long after Dak Prescott's not in Dallas anymore. So Jerry Jones is doing the right thing and trying to trying to press the issue on on something like this. And here's here's part of this that I, that I do find a, a little bit interesting. And I, and I want to throw this at you because we've talked about all these young quarterbacks and you know the, the contracts are coming up Carson Wentz already been taken care of uh Jared Goff is is a guy out there who they're going to take care of you would think almost certainly Dak Prescott's thrown and then you start coming up on these other quarterbacks who's going to be the first team who's going to be the first team that says you know what no I think we can get a guy that does the exact same thing I think it's all about the system and we're not going to pay you is it Dallas with Dak? Is it going to be uh, the Bears with Trubisky? Like, who's going to be that first team that says, no, no, this is about the system, not the quarterback. We can find another guy in the draft. Um, I, that's a big risk. That, that really is a big risk because sometimes the stars have to align where you put yourself in a position to get one of those guys that can even play up to the capability of Dak or, or Mitchell Trubisky or whoever else, right? I, I think if you were going to do that, the, the team that would most make sense to me would be like the Baltimore Ravens. And the reason being is if you've got an offense that's going to run elements of the triple option, that's, that's, that's going to run the football predominantly and then have a little bit of play-action pass and so forth, but allow your quarterback to run the football a ton and then stack your roster behind him with guys that, you know, RG3, who's athletic, Trace McSorley, who's athletic out of Penn State, who they, they, they drafted this past year. If you have a roster like that, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just kind of continue to build onto your roster with all these athletic quarterbacks that can essentially go in there and give you the same thing? A not very complex passing game and an offense that's going to be running the football and giving you all sorts of different issues uh, with the quarterback being a part of that run game. Now, the the, the, the counter-argument to that is um, it's hard to make that last in the NFL. You're going to have to devote three roster spots to active quarterbacks, um, which isn't going to be cheap. Uh, even though you, you would be able to keep at least you know one or, or a couple of those guys on, on a rookie deal. Um, and, and you could potentially have to go through a bunch. I mean, and, and until we see that formula be able to work and win a Super Bowl, I don't know that anyone's going to actually be worth is gonna be worth risking that, right? Because we seem to see every single team that gets to the Super Bowl that has a running quarterback, usually it runs out and it ends up being playing from the pocket that ultimately wins you Super Bowls.
Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. It is funny. Like they don't. It's not mandatory that they get a deal done right away. I just think everybody assumes that it's going to get done, and so that's why the conversation is there. But to your point, Jerry Jones. I mean, he's still under contract. It's not like they have to rush and get something done now. So, uh, all right. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there's a, a former uh, coach who might be insane. He actually might be uh, mentally insane. We will have that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, open up your ears and tell everybody around you to shut their mouths because Steve DeSager's here. <laughs> Is there a listeners you're talking about? We had the Sunday night ball game at Boston tonight. It's Dodgers Red Sox. Great pitching matchup. Hyunjin Ryu ten and two for LA against Boston's David Price seven and two, and it was three two after the first inning. Dodgers in the lead. It's still three two LA in the top of the fourth. The Dodgers with the best record in the majors. Boston, the defending champs, beat LA in the World Series last year. Mike Trout in Anaheim today left with calf tightness. Angels did win six three over Seattle. Oakland a three two winner against the White Sox. The A's have won four straight. They're still six games behind first place Houston in the AL West. The Strohs and Justin Verlander won 12-4 at Texas. Colorado a 10-9 winner over Cincinnati. The Braves won 4-1 at San Diego, winning pitcher Mike Soroka 10-1. Philadelphia back in the win column, 4-3 over Washington on a homer bottom of the ninth by Michael Franco. And Tampa Bay got a 4-1 win at Baltimore. The Rays were throwing a combined perfect game through eight innings. Brewers lost at home, Cubs won at home, Cubs two and a half games ahead of Milwaukee for first in the NL Central. Novak Djokovic won Wimbledon in five sets, 13-12 in the fifth over Roger Federer, winning tie breaks to take the first, third, and fifth sets. Djokovic saved two match points in the fifth set to stay alive. First man since 1948 to be that close to losing the final there and come back to win it. We'll be back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And guys, today was the longest final in Wimbledon history. Nearly five hours for the match. A total of 422 points played. And each man ran over 5,000 meters in the match. Which is notable on such a short space. Back to you. Yeah, how's that B.O.? I mean, come on, you got to have some legitimate real deal deodorant to avoid being So it's like not that. like the new can of tennis balls? Is that what you're no, saying? No, absolutely not. But uh, Steve, am I wrong? Is that not the greatest smell in it sports? It is good. And the sound of it open, it's, it's not quite as good as maybe, you know, those uh, almonds opening, but same same principle. Uh, seriously, some, somebody, uh, somebody go to Dick's and buy a can of balls. Uh, please, somebody go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy a can of. T- <laughs> yeah. You just, uh, that, Jonas, you just, can't get enough balls. I, I don't. I know, but if it's you go there, you can balls. buy you can buy a I can of tennis balls. balls. I'm telling you, if you're out at a sporting goods store somewhere, just buy a can of tennis balls, open them up, and just smell them. You don't even have to play with them; just smell them, and and you'll <laughs> you'll, you'll 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 thank us later. I swear to God. No, I, I get that. I used to hear that Dave Winfield always had a, a can of tennis balls with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My hands on balls. <laughs> I heard the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the same thing. Uh, all right. Uh, Chris McAllister, too. Uh, all right. Uh, so Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, we'll call it uh, 12 minutes from now here on FSR. Normally, this is where Live Bet Jesus makes an appearance. I don't know if he's going to do it, though, Brady Quinn, because he was already he was with us uh, on the show yesterday. Yeah, and he actually won, which, again, I think he bet on a, a NBA Summer League game in what the fourth quarter something like that second <laughs> well, half, it, it, it was it, pretty late in the game look if the bet is up, there he's gonna take it right right and so he ended up winning that and and it, you know 
given the fact that he's had a pretty rocky last few weeks, you know, does he gamble and go two days in a row? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's uh, he'd be playing with fire there, but we'll see. Hope- hopefully, you know, if he's as reliable as we think he is, um, you know, he'll show up. He will show up. He'll perform. It probably won't be very good, but he'll at least lay a bet down. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't even think we need to pick on the guy. I mean, he, he won yesterday. He's been successful. Uh, despite your and Steve DeSager's bullying over the past couple of months, Live Bet Jesus has been on a torrid pace. Torrid pace. I mean, so you don't know if he's going to show up yet. Didn't he just tweet? Did he just send he? out a tweet I, I haven't even like seen that? it. Did he? Oh, Isn't he did. That... Okay, I guess he's wow, showing up. Okay. All right, okay. I, I guess he is. He is going to make yeah. an appearance, so uh, so that'll be Shocking. coming up here. Yeah. Your chance to make a little bit of money. Uh, you hear that, Steve DeSager? Probably make won't. some cash uh, about uh, 12 won't. minutes from now here on Fox But the Sports Summer Radio. League game's only in the second quarter. This is going to be way later in the show, in other well, words. Maybe he meant to send that later. Maybe he meant to send the tweet later to get involved. Are you going to wait till the ninth at Boston, maybe, for the baseball? I don't know. Look, he's all on the up and up here. He got a little too excited over there, huh? Yeah, he just might have. Uh, might, might have meant to uh, time that for later, and it just didn't go out in the right time. Uh, all right, so, uh, Brady, let's talk about this. Your guy, your guy, Hugh Jackson. Yeah, had Love some, uh, yeah, had some, uh, some, some fun comments uh, this week. Um, most notably, uh, Cleveland was. Did he say Cleveland was his best coaching job or the best coaching job of all time, or just was he just <laughs> talking about himself? I, I think he was talking about himself, and then the quote was something along the lines of, "He did his best coaching." In Cleveland mm. with the Browns. Yeah, because I, I was so caught up in the insanity of the comments that I couldn't really focus on anything else that was said after that. Um, <laughs> what Can can I try to defend him? Okay, please do. This will be great. <laughs> can, I, can I, I try? Be a miracle worker and defend Hugh Jackson, who won three games in three years with the Browns. Please. Like, let, defend Hugh Jackson there, Brady Quinn. Okay. You know, I, I will... I will um, I'll, I'll summarize it by saying this. Okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes... You know, the, the job you do, and, and, and maybe dating is probably a better way to do it, right? So there was a time, a point in time in which when, when I would, um, I dated, you know, a few different girls um, no. before, I, before I met my wife, they all ended up meeting the guy after they dated me who they ended up getting married to. And I always thought to myself, like, wow, that's weird. Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm engaged. You know, hey, how you doing? What's been going on? Oh, I'm engaged. You're going, wow. And then I kind of thought, you know, maybe some piece of like our relationship even though it didn't work, could have been disastrous in ways. Some piece of it maybe helped them, you know. Maybe it allowed them to be ready for that commitment later on. I, I have, I have no idea. But that is what I'm thinking that maybe Hugh is saying about the Cleveland Browns. That you know, the coaching that he did in years where they won no games or one game. Maybe he's saying that it just, you know, it took a little bit of time. You know, it had to marinate a little bit, and then it finally started to come out the second he left the team and joined the Cincinnati Bengals. And then, then it came to fruition. Like All of a sudden, the team was like, wow, all these lessons you taught us now that he's gone, now we're realizing they actually work. You yeah. know, maybe maybe it was that. Yeah, and that look, that could be the case. And I love the subtle arrogance of "I'm the reason you're now in a good relationship." Like, no, I love no, no, that no, no, after no. The fact. no. That is like, not how I said I, that. I would, okay. I would go with that. In fact, I, I'm open minded to just calling all exes who are now married, whoever the hell they are, wherever <laughs> they are, just saying, "Hey, you're welcome for me putting you in the position to succeed." I think no, that's no, a good maybe move. it was so disastrous that I was so bad. They were just like wanting to whatever came next. <laughs> like, and they're like, "I want to get married." Hey, okay, that, that's real. Well, well, you know what I'm talking there, about. There, 
there there is something there's something to it knowing what you don't want. All right, you may not know what you want to eat, but go. as long as you know what you don't want, and if you can identify exactly what you don't want, then you're on to something. See, maybe that's what he was yes. saying. Maybe he's okay. like, look, we we messed up and failed in so many ways, so many variety of ways that. There was only a few of the things we needed to do, and those are the right things to do to win games. So maybe it was that. Maybe he's saying, like, look, we lost in such a variety of ways now that all they know how to do now is win. Okay, here's why there's a wrench in uh, in the thought process there. Uh, And just to throw a wrench into this. um, I don't know. I think it's pretty pretty foolproof. Look, it, it is, but unfortunately there's this. He's supposed to be an offensive guru, and the team got better on offense after he was fired. So again, all lessons though, <laughs> all, right, all okay, lessons right. that they learned when he was with the team, okay. what not to do, yeah, and then they figured out what to do after he left. So okay. maybe that's what he's alluding to. Um, he's never going to get another gig. Right? I mean, I know he wants another job. I know he wants to be a head coach again, but it's over, right? I mean, he he, he flamed out and although the Oakland yeah, I, the <laughs> Oakland situation, I tell me if and I heard this, and I don't know if this is accurate, but tell me. Was he the reason that they traded for Carson Palmer and he was basically the guy that they blamed for that not working out and that was part of the reason why he was let go after going 8-8 eight and eight in Oakland? I remember hearing something like that, which, by the way, at that point in time, 8-8 eight eight for Oakland was pretty pretty darn good. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, but I remember hearing something like that, too. It, it would make sense given his ties um, to Cincinnati and just you know knowing Carson and all that stuff. So I, I, it might not be that far from the truth. Like I'm not going to sit there and co-sign on something that um, I, I haven't heard from the horse's mouth, but... Um, it, I, I look. He got a bum rap there, and he is known as you know an, an offensive guy. But I, I think, look, like any other offensive mind, a guy. I mean, you've got to have the right players. You've got to have the right players to run the system you want, or you have to be good enough as a coach to adapt to the things that they do well. And then you have to be flexible enough to do that. Most coaches aren't. The truth is, most coaches aren't good enough to be able to say, you know what, he doesn't do this well. He does this well. And and I'm just gonna have to adapt and change this, or I need to maybe I need to go talk to you know for example maybe I need to go talk to Lincoln Riley, and maybe I need to be open and say you know what Lincoln, how do you coach this? How do you do this? You know what do you see that allowed Baker to be so successful? Yeah, Belichick's been doing that for years. He would exactly. go he would go up to Oregon and visit Chip Kelly because he loved how he practiced and he loved some of his concepts. Belichick's always done that, and the best coaches do. The best coaches are are open to sitting there and saying to themselves, okay, what do I not know? And what do I need to know? And what's this guy doing that maybe is ahead of me? And you know, maybe if I don't go and, and talk to him and see what they're doing, I'll either A, not know how to defend it, or B, I, I, my offense is going to be doing it where I could be ahead of the curve. So that's the one thing that you have to appreciate about Bill Belichick or any other coach that does that. Um, and, and, and maybe, you know, again, maybe he, he should have been doing more of that. Um, but, you know, it, the comments are, are funny. I, Rod Marinelli is a heck of a defensive coach, right? He went yeah. 0-16 with yep. the Detroit Lions. He'll, he'll never be never. able to do it again. And the reason is, how do you pitch that? Like, if you're a team that's hiring a coach, how do you pitch that to to your fan base and to your players? Yeah, we're bringing in this guy. I mean, he's got a career you know win loss record of you know he's like two hundred you know two hundred percent win loss record. It's like yeah, it's it's hard to put into a program and, and be able to get any positive or any hype around it. And unfortunately, the NFL and teams and leagues would rather go with someone they don't know that's never coached before than than someone who's you know got that sort of track. And record. I also think it's about the way that you exit. And when Hugh Jackson left, there was all that back and forth between uh, him and Baker. He went Mayfield. to a division rival. Like, yeah, like uh, and and people sit pe- the year out. And and people were defending him, saying, "Oh, he he's got a right. They fired him. He's got a right to go to wherever it, he wants Bobo to go." Actually was. Come on, that, that's that, oh yeah. There. Well, we don't want to go down that road. One of the most violent fights ever on Fox Sports Radio was yeah. between. 
between Bobo and uh, and Brady Quinn, um, uh, and that was in the stall. Uh, but then uh, uh, there, but he so he goes to a division rival and all that. So it's the way that you exit. Like there are certain coaches that are just probably never going to get another chance just based on how everything went down where they were at. Mark Tressman's never going to get hired by an NFL team to be a coach no. again ever. Yeah, Mangini was another one. Yep. He, he was another one that because of the bridge he burnt with Belichick. You know when he left to go take the Jets. It was almost like, well, he's never going to be able to go back there. And once things didn't work out as a head coach with the Jets, with the Browns, and, and moving forward, then it was like, well, that's that's probably going to be it. I mean, he went to San Francisco for a little bit. He had moved around a little bit after that. But it, I mean, it's, it's hard if you can't go back to the place where you had the most success or you won your Super Bowl rings and be able to build back up that reputation again. Once once there's no advocate for you, whether it's you know a coach like Bill Belichick or Robert Kraft as an owner, right, and all these other people that you you know you've touched or been around along the way, you know, once you don't have that advocate anymore, like Woody Johnson, you know, he's you know, granted not as not as much part of the team with the Jets right now because he's he's working um, as an ambassador to what the United Kingdom or whatever it is. But the bottom line is, as an owner, like he's obviously not you know you know pounding the pavement for him, saying, hey, you guys need to hire this guy, right? And that happens. Like it happens to coaches, it happens to players. Once you lose your advocate, all of a sudden it becomes really really hard to get that job back. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Up next, money-making time. The great live bet Jesus will grace us with his betting prowess. Next here, Brady's excited on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are expecting an appearance from Live Bet Jesus coming up here momentarily. He won yesterday as Brady was uh, was doing the show with me. He is on fire. He has won his last one bet. So if you want to make a little bit of money, you know where to go. You just stick around here for a little while as Live Bet Jesus comes up here momentarily, Brady Quinn. Yeah, but if the law of averages plays out, right, uh, he's going to lose tonight because he's that's good. at best, at best, five hundred. Yeah, what he bets? I mean, let's his lifetime averages probably below that. I know DeSager can back me up. Yeah, on this, you're, you're so. a great guy. So is Steve, awesome way to pick on the dude. Uh, by the way, we are getting compliments because we're talking NFL. Uh, people are people are really really into the football conversation. That's going to continue. All right, listen, NBA, you had a couple of weeks. Congratulations. We're going to continue the football conversation top of next hour, Brady Quinn. I mean, it's like a pinata. You just bust it open and football candy drops out. And Brady Quinn and I are there to scoop it up and serve it to you. That's what we do here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, or in your mind, it's like open up uh, and then smelling a fresh set of balls. Yeah, right? tennis, tennis balls. balls. Yeah, tennis right, balls. Right. Got to clarify specific that. specific to uh, what you said earlier. We do, uh, clarify It's kind of like that. It's yeah. kind of like there's always, you know, new, refreshing, you know, um, you know, you know what storylines yeah. could be smells whatever it is coming out of the NFL yeah. much like those tennis balls that that you love buying uh, and opening uh, up uh, by the way i got a uh, i facetimed with uh, Andy Furman the great Andy Furman Fox Sports radio host yeah. Cincinnati kinda sports kind of weird you do that sports kinda, radio kinda legend. Weird that's that my guy that. that's but, my yeah. fur bag he's no, 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 my, no, 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 no not that you talk with him but that you facetime well, with him. Like, it's just a weird not, thing to not do not technically cuz he was outside by the pool with a cigar in his mouth and he didn't really know how to work it so it was pitch black so we we're just really basically talking on speaker but so we brought up Aaron Pryor early in the show, legendary boxer yeah, from Ohio. Yeah. And of course, Andy Furman goes, oh yeah, by the way, I boxed Aaron Pryor in a little charity event. I'm like, of course you did. You also got Chris Collinsworth to race a horse. Uh, you had, uh, uh, he had certain uh, uh, theme nights at, at the horse track that he ran for years and years and years. Like you can, you can run down a list of athletes and Andy Furman's had some sort of communication with him at some point. He still sends letters to Belichick. Him and Belichick are pen pals. I swear to God, Belichick, who never does any national interviews, during like a, well, a besides holiday. one, he does one. Jim well, Gray, he does one uh, every. Well, every no, that's week Brady. That's Tom Brady. I'm talking oh, about Belichick. Bad, Belichick popped on with Andy Furman while Furman was filling in on a show here at Fox Sports Radio, just because they're pen pals. Like I'm, it's it's amazing, and he still sends me letters all the time, uh, most of which go straight into the trash. But you know what? It's the thought that counts, uh, and yeah. it also is his uh, male fetish. So, but uh, don't we all have a male fetish from time to time? And at the post office. Uh, all right. So uh, Brady Quinn and I will continue the football conversation. Uh, it could be college. It could be NFL. But it will be a football conversation uh, coming up 10 minutes from now here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. And so uh, so live bet Jesus. What do you think he's going to bet on, Brady? Do you, do, you have a, do you have a guess? Oof. 
this is a tough one. I, I would have to say baseball. Um, maybe the, maybe what Dodgers? Who are the Dodgers playing tonight? Playing Red Sox. Can't be the Cubs. We know the Cubs are not no, Sunday night no. baseball again. Never. No. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, oh, oh well, there he is. He, wow. he will answer the question, I, I, Brady. I wonder, I wonder if that's what he's betting on tonight. He will answer the question now There's as the Madonna. lights are out. It is completely dark out in the studio. I can't see a thing. You would probably think, oh, okay, well, it's like not even 6 o'clock Pacific time. It's still got to be light out. Nah, not anymore. Not when LBJ comes to town and a piece of paper is now floating down onto the desk. Brady. It is tonight on the 14th day of July 2019 that I live bet Jesus proclaimed the pick to be the Timberwolves minus five and a half in summer league action. Going back to the summer league, Brady. Are we going to be able to follow it? Last night we couldn't get the final score. I didn't even know they were playing. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so we've got some interesting situations in the football world regarding four head coaches. I mean, I guess we could just call keep it to three, but we'll include a fourth, and we'll have that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We're 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. My man, the pride of Dublin, Ohio. The man who sliced and diced defenses at the feet of football Jesus. Or is it touchdown Jesus? <laughs> Whatever. It's touchdown All right, well, you're football Jesus. Uh, his, his name is Brady F. and Quinn. Oh man, what an intro! I hope you never do that again. Um, <laughs> By the way, I got to get to us. I got to get to a Notre Dame game. I really want to go to one. You really should. Bad. You yeah. should. It's you know, and it's changed a lot even since I was there. Um, I, I could probably get in just if I uh, sneak in as a dressed up as a security guard, right? I, heard that <laughs> I no? don't know that that was the exact work? way those guys got <laughs> in, but uh, with a couple, of, think, a couple of white claws, and you just walk in there. And <laughs> I think <laughs> they tried the to say. I think they tried to say they were ushers or something. I forget. All I know is they had like one of those. Those, uh, almost like it's like a uh, construction <laughs> utility vest, oh, like like the so highlighter orange or highlighter yellow vest on. Oh man! They like threw one of those on. We're just like, yeah, we're ushers. Uh, uh, it's the second quarter of the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, but we, we're just a little bit late. Yeah, we hit traffic. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. A little uh, there was construction work over by the linebacker lounge. We're a little behind yeah. here. We we're sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, that is uh, what a, what a classic classic move by a classy guy. Uh, all right, so, uh, so yeah, I definitely want to go to Notre Dame I got to see a game there I have to um, they should um, and uh, and I, I would love to also probably see a game between Notre Dame and USC, uh, but uh, I, I'm uh, USC will probably be closed down by that time. <laughs> it's probably shut That's the program down. Uh, yeah. But uh, but they will be taking on the powerhouse known as UC Davis yeah, I was next say year. That there's so. a good chance they just stop scheduling Notre Dame and it ends up being an and, FCS opponent. And let so. me ask you real quick before we dive into this uh, conversation regarding a, a couple of college football coaches, you, you, USC scheduling UC Davis. All right, now, we can talk about what UC Davis might get for that matchup and how it helps the smaller program and so on and so forth. Same thing with Alabama and some of these teams that, that schedule these FCS schools late in the season. I remember working in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and I remember uh, Charleston Southern, which was a couple of blocks, uh, blocks up from my house. Charleston Southern played Florida, 
and Florida was a 64-point favorite, okay? <laughs> but they got enough money, and they were wiped out, and they were blown out in the game, and right. they got enough money. Right. This is also USC can get to like a better bowl game and pad the record, correct? It's a way of doing that and because I think there's a couple things you're going to look at if you're looking at the college football playoff. Uh, Washington was able to make it, representing the Pac-12 in recent years, and they had a really soft non-conference schedule. And what helped them get there was essentially, I think they were a one-loss Pac-12 champion when they made it in. Um, or I don't think they were undefeated. But either way, I'd have to go back and look. And, and that was one of the things, though, that you looked at and you said, all right, if they can just get through non-conference play, and if they can get through the Pac-12 unscathed and win the conference championship, they might stack up well versus some of these other conference champions that have two losses, right? Because we hadn't seen it at that point mm-hmm. in time. And you know, or some of the other ones that are that are you know a one loss conference champion, where maybe the Pac twelve looks better than which, in in recent years, um, I would actually say the Pac twelve is probably the fourth best of the Power Fives. The ACC is by far and away the worst right now, and, and, and I don't care bad, people. Man. Well, people can, people can try to get at me about it and all that. Look at the preseason top twenty five. That's not always the best indication of of how good teams are, but what it is is it's an indication of how good the team was a year ago, what they have, and, and what they have coming back. They've got like two ranked teams. I mean, Clemson's by far and away the best team in that conference. Then it's everyone else. So, um, you know, the, the Pac-12 now, and USC in this case, is looking at trying to say, okay, we're going to get a win out of this. We don't have to worry about losing to to some tough non-conference team. Which, And, and by the way, they've done that before, right? They, they've scheduled the Texases. They've scheduled the other tougher opponents, you know, like Alabama. And, and it hasn't worked out well for them. And, and so, you know, why do that when it's only hurting yourself when when you can schedule someone like that who's in state who's you know it's it's a sure win for you it works out for that university and if, if the you know if the playoff committee is not going to penalize you for it then yeah. then why not if you're able to win the conference and go undefeated or or, or win it with one loss is sense of pride though uh, you and uh, Notre Dame and UCLA being the only schools that aren't playing uh, FCS schools or have never played a scheduled I've an never, FCS I've opponent never scheduled one a little bit yeah. of pride there little uh, of course yeah. because you know and it's for all the people who throw out the Oh man, Notre Dame needs to join a conference. Why? Really? Really? Why? Because and, and here's the biggest reason why. One, economically, they're getting paid. They're getting a great payday from NBC for the deal they have for those rights to show them. And then, by the way, they're also getting paid for the ACC because all the other sports are in the ACC, and so they get a, a check cut from the ACC uh, network for everything that goes on with that. So, um, one, they don't need to from an economic standpoint. Two, no one's mandating them. You know, be a part of that. And three, what does it matter? We've seen Ohio State and Alabama both make it into the college football playoff, not even win the division, let alone their conference. So what does it matter if you're going to let two teams in? If Notre Dame plays a tough schedule, if they're undefeated like they were last year, they get in just like Ohio State did or Alabama did or whatever team comes up next that looks really, really good, but unfortunately lost to the wrong team, didn't win their division, doesn't go to the conference championship game, but looks, but based on the ITF test, good enough to be one of the top four teams. If in any walk of life, if you can call your own shots, why wouldn't you call your own shots? I've always said, like Floyd Mayweather gets criticized sometimes because everybody looks at the, at the guys that he fights. Well, he's only fighting guys you know, before their prime, and then he's fighting guys past their prime, and then he's taking this fight, and then he's fighting... 
Yeah, and he does it because he can do it. Why wouldn't he do it? He's making more money. You can criticize the record and all that what after the fact, but he's making more money, and if you have the ability to do it, go do it. Notre Dame has the ability to not need a conference and still make the kind of revenue that keeps it churning and make it a powerhouse program. Why the hell would they go join a conference? What's, exactly. what's the point? If you've got the power, utilize the power. I, I've never understood that argument. So, look, in saying that, you know, you take a lot of pride in those things. Um, now, the, the one thing I, I don't like seeing from time to time you'll see now is you'll see a non-Power 5 team scheduled. And, and those, those times, you know, like Ball State was on there, and uh, there's, there's some other teams that have been scheduled. Miami of Ohio was on there as well. Uh, and don't get me wrong, like, there, there's still teams that, you know, could potentially contend, right? They're not the, at the FCS level, and that's not a knock the F, FCS level. It's just... It's how it works as far as recruiting and as far as talent. They're not going to be as talented as what you get even at a, a group of five team um, like the MAG uh, or, or any other team that they throw on their schedule. Like, we didn't have that. Like, I, I never remember that. And regardless of, like, people say, well, you had Navy on your, on your schedule. Yeah, well, good luck trying to play Navy in the middle of your season. Like, see how much fun that is for your defense ask, and how ask, much fun that is for you. Yeah, ask your D-line how their knees feel after that game. Yeah, well, and look at this. Like, there's no, there's no real upside, right? Like that, that goes back to a relationship that Notre Dame had with Navy back in in World War II, and, and basically, you know, they they used Notre Dame's campus for a training base, and it had helped Notre Dame at a time in which uh, they needed financial help, and so that agreement then became kind of set in stone from there, their, you know, there on out that they'd play every single year. And when I was there, it wasn't an issue, but since I left, it's that that matchup's been a little bit more of an issue for them. So. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's become more competitive, and I think other teams that have scheduled them have realized, really any triple option team, how much it stinks during the course of the year to have to go up against a team like that. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, I, I've talked to guys who have said that it's it's their most disliked game just because there's no way to really prepare for it because nobody does that. Nobody has that triple option, and and you're just getting cut constantly. I, it just like knifed constantly throughout the course of the game. So those those games are always more difficult. Um, what I wanted, so what we want to get to now, because there are four coaches out there, three, but let's let's keep it at four just to be fair. Four coaches out there in college football that are going into their second year with their current program and there's some interesting stuff happening and sort of in breaking this down because uh, you know we've got time i want to get into to the first one with you because i i find this one to be the most interesting of all the second year coaches entering entering into this season scott frost at nebraska um you know, he's gonna have more leeway than anybody else because he's a nebraska legend but things were bad at the start last year do you see progress there with the nebraska program well, I, I do for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, I think they got better as the year went on last year. Um, you know, what what was evidence to me was watching them play against Ohio State when they kind of hung around and you thought Ohio State was going to run away with it. Now, some of that had to do with the fact that Ohio State's defense wasn't what you know we're accustomed to seeing. Um, and, and look, had they played Akron first game of the season, got a win there, who knows? You know, who knows how, how the next week versus Colorado ends up. You know, maybe instead of losing by five points to Colorado, maybe they win that one. Um, same thing with Troy. I mean, they were they were play, played in two close games out the gate, and they didn't have that accurate game that maybe could have helped them uh, build confidence and, and send them in a different direction. Um, you know, a big loss to Michigan. They're, they're nowhere near as talented as Michigan is. And, and Scott Frost is there year one trying to, you know, change the technique, change – how some of these guys have been taught to play the past couple of years. Um, so that one was going to hurt. And then look, it, it took them until Minnesota, 
where they finally got a big win. They had a bye. They beat Bethune-Cookman. And then they lost by five points to Ohio State in Columbus, which is a feat in itself, I think. So, you know, the, the way they finished, you know, beating Illinois, beating Michigan State, um, you know, being able to, to you know, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a great season by any means, but being able to stack up four wins in their last, what, six games? I mean, it, it, that wasn't the worst finish for how they would have started, and who knows if they made up that, that Akron game. Maybe they would have won five games last year. But, look, I think the good thing for Scott Frost is it's, it's just a start. Mm-hmm. You saw their entire team trending in the right direction. Their quarterback's a stud in Adrian Martinez. If you want, like, an outside-the-box potential Heisman candidate, in that offense, with his skill set and what he can do, he would be a guy you might want to lay a little bit of money on. Um, but the other thing is the Big Ten West is wide open. You know, it's it's a conference that you know Northwestern won it this past year, but they turned over a lot of their their guys who graduated and moved on. It's the um, it's the crappy part of the conference. It's it, it's the weaker of the two divisions. Yeah, we'll yeah weaker is probably a better term I should have used. Right, but but either way, I, I think the tough thing for them is the expectations are so big, and and that's the hard part for him is in year two. You know, it's not like that schedule changes as far as the Big Ten West. Um, you know, and all of those teams should be competitive. But you know their their schedule is going to be tough, and and everyone's expecting them to take this big leap, and everyone's expecting Adrian Martinez to be a Heisman candidate, and and that's just not easy to do. So um, we'll we'll kind of get a sense in the first four weeks because if they're four and zero, that that would mean beating you know South Alabama at Colorado, NIU, and then at Illinois. If they win those four games, they go four and zero, and they're looking like they're rolling you know teams. I would say I would give them a shot versus Ohio State because they host Ohio State and Lincoln. You know, I'd give them a shot versus Northwestern Minnesota. I mean, if you look at the way their schedule pans out, they very well could win eight games. They very well could maybe get even more than that, depending on um, you know how how much their team grows under Scott Frost in year two. Uh, you think it's more difficult because Scott Frost's name and reputation at Nebraska that there's that the expectations are going to be out of whack because I actually think they're in a spot to where. Because he's a legend, I think he's going to get more leeway than maybe other other coaches would have. I mean, they blew Bo Pelini out of town. I wonder how much they regret that because uh, he, looking back, I mean, he's the best coach they've had in a long, long time as far as record wise goes. You think that you think the added pressure and and the demand for Scott Frost makes his job more difficult because it feels like he would have more leeway than anybody else because of his name and recognition uh, in, at Nebraska when he played there. I think it does, kind of like Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, yeah. right? Like that, some people felt like that was a year or two too long. You know, you looked at the basketball program, you looked at the baseball program, and, and people would use that as uh, a way of in comparison saying, look, you can't say it's not about recruiting and blah, 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 because these other sports don't have as many resources as football, and they're winning. They're having success. And so why isn't football? And, and maybe they gave him another year or two because he was you know, an alum and, and one that was prestigious, right? Maybe there's some of that with Scott Frost. I think it's more the way he's tempered it. Like, he's said all the right things. I mean, he's, he's incredibly smart. He knows how to manage it all uh, because he's been there before. And, and, he, and I think he knows how to build it, too, because of his track record, you know, going back to Oregon and, and UCF and now, now in Nebraska. I think he understands, you know, how to kind of feed the expectations at the right time and when to build it. And he's not really doing that right now. I think it's just a lot of people who saw what this team was in the last you know, six games last year and understand that they can compete and they just have to continue to get better and he just has to continue to, to recruit. And I think he's done that so far. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, we could see the return of a future Hall of Famer in the NFL. Find out who it is here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This song stinks. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. What is this, like 2001? I don't know. Yeah, hey, where'd you get this one from, Bobo? Now that's what I call music, volume two. <laughs> Wait, did you say 2001? Getting jiggy with it. I mean, is that from the same album as this? <laughs> no. Oh, you act like Will Smith said so many albums. We're supposed to know that. This He's song had a ton. stinks. Please. <laughs> by the way, you listening uh, on the... And by uh, the way, I'm a huge Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fan. Like, I always watched that growing up. So so it, it's not like I'm not a big fan of Will Smith. He's, he's a tremendous actor and all that. I just... Come on. It's yeah, like 20 let's, years old. Let's come not, on, Bobo. Uh, let's not go overboard with the tremendous actor comments here. For real? You yeah. don't think he's a good actor? Yeah. Look, I'll, I will say this. Uh, um, the Pursuit of Happiness is a, a fantastic movie. movie. If you want to get in, movie. If you want to get inspired... Uh, just watch that movie, but do it while you're sober. Dude, uh, he's done a ton and, of great movies. You can't see. Yeah, that. He's, he has done a lot. And Summertime is from 1991. Okay, what are the other great movies? Will, what, wow, 1991, okay. really? It's almost yeah. 30 years old. 
Jeez. So summertime. No, that can't be from 91. So hold on a second. So think about this. Summertime, that song we just heard from Will Smith was around and at the top of the charts when Duke was recruiting Cherokee Parks. That's how long ago that song was. All right. There are people out there that have no idea who Cherokee Parks is. Trust me. He's a big white guy with a lot of tattoos. And he played in the NBA for a little bit. And that's your Cherokee Parks update here on the show. Any other comments on Cherokee wow. Parks? Just keep them to me. 1991, Brady. That's 91. Actually, it was actually 90. I just looked it up. I, yeah. I have a hard time believing that because now I feel incredibly old. Yep. How we much, are. What, Damn. Per, what percentage of the audience do you think do you think do you think a larger percentage of you think a larger percentage of the audience remembers uh that song by Will Smith or Cherokee Parks? What would you say? That song, that song by, by Will Smith. Smith. Like yeah, honestly, yeah. when you started talking about Cherokee Parks, I stopped listening. <laughs> Did you? I, yeah, I, I completely checked out. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna look up. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm gonna look up if Bobo's right of how old that song you know, is, that, that, because what Jonas is talking about. Yeah. Someone just turned the radio. The second you went into your like tangent of yeah. some obscure name that not many people know. People stop listening. Okay, kiss my ass. Somebody tweet me right now, and and somebody, somebody tell me they don't remember Cherokee Parks. Cherokee Parks is a legend, man. Don't patronize this guy. Come okay? on. Don't listen to what Jonas is asking you to do, okay? Just out of, out of curiosity, Lee, when were you born? What year were you born, Lee? 88. Okay, you were Wow. Here. Listen. I mean, he... Uh, but but I also we need to also figure out what are these other great movies that Will Smith has done? What are the other Independence ones? Day was Independence fantastic. Independence Day stunk. Yeah. That that movie what? is as cornball as it serious? gets. Watching watch Independence, certain movies last. Certain movies have staying power. Watch Independence Day now. It's cornball. It's like The Rock. Uh, that movie, The Rock, with uh, uh, what's it, uh, who's the guy who was the drunk? Sean Connery. And, and, no, uh, not, was it Sean Connery in the Rock? Yeah, he was Nicholas Cage. Uh, who is it? Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, cornball lines. Cornball. Watch Independence Day now that you're older that and, and and a little a little more with it. Watch Independence Day. The movie stinks. Like there's, he hasn't done a whole lot of great movies. Let's just be honest. What here. are you talking? about? He hasn't about? done a whole lot of great movies. I'm telling you, he's done a lot. Man. Bad Boys is an awesome movie. Okay, Bad, Bad Boys is even better. better. All right, yeah. all right. Okay. Okay. Bad, Bad Boys, Boys. Enemy Ali. Of the State, Ali, Ali was great. Okay, he's done three good movies. Congratulations, I am Legend. All right. First off, Hitch was a good like rom com. Yep. All right. You said The Pursuit of Happiness. Seven Pounds was actually a good movie too. Yeah. Collateral Beauty. Uh, by the way, Concussion, which is you know that's on a serious note. Oh, okay, but. I, I just I, I have that yep. saved See, on my DVR. No, no, I nothing. have that saved on my DVR. I haven't watched it because I just don't know how truthful they're going to be with the movie. That's my problem with it. Let's put it this way: in the last five years, he probably hasn't done much. Like his last best movie in my mind was probably I really like Seven Pounds. That was like over a decade ago. Well, if you like Seven, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that alone. That, that was going to take us into a, a ditch we could not get out of here on Fox Sports Radio. Sure last movie, qu- last movie question, question for me. Brady, you have, you have children. Did it's you happen true, to yeah. take your daughter to go see the new Aladdin movie with Will Smith? Okay, so no, and that's because... Why are we talking about this? I'm just kidding. Will Smith was Bobo asked the question. I mean, can I answer? Yeah. Oh, but just my, before- my kids, Bobo, are too young to take to a movie because they're not going to sit there and watch. They'll, they'll sit there for 10 minutes, and they'll be like, done. And in my, my one-year-old, obviously, there's no chance. She just wants to eat everything right now. If I got her, like, a tub full of popcorn... There's a chance we can make it through the movie, but well, she's gonna eat the entire thing. If, if you do get her a tub full of popcorn, I mean, like gotta, a bathtub full, you, you, like you, like eight different like you know 
large tubs. You gotta of you gotta layer the butter on the popcorn. Don't don't oh, fall yeah. for that scam at the movie theater where they just sprinkle it over the top and then you get halfway through and it's like eating uh, uh, tree bark. Okay, you gotta you gotta you gotta layer the popcorn with butter. Never eaten right? tree bark before. I'm just uh, if if you did, it would probably taste like the middle of popcorn after they sprinkle butter on the top and nowhere else. And back to sports. Uh, all right, so here on Fox Sports job. Radio, uh, God, will, how did Will Smith take this show hostage? It's that, embarrassing. I, that's all on you. You're um, the one that just completely threw us off there. All right, let, okay, reference. let's let's get into this. All right, but at least Cherokee Parks is an athlete. All right, let's get into this. Uh, we are going to play Headliner Live, by the way, if you want to be a part of it, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369, Headliner Live, coming up uh, just a few minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Drew Brees... Rob Gronkowski are at the red carpet of that crummy award show called the ESPYs, which I'm sure you loved and watched every second of. Didn't watch uh, it at all. Okay, good. Good for you. Um, they're there. They're having a conversation. And and while they're having this conversation, uh, you you spotted something um, within the comments that, that they were being made towards each other that you think might speak to a future for Rob Gronkowski. You want to explain it? Uh, do we, do we, and, and we have the audio. We will... This is a little difficult to hear, uh, so it's exactly why we probably shouldn't play it, but we will play it because Brady put the request in, and he'll beat up Lee if we don't play it. So here we go. This was Drew Brees and Rob Gronkowski. Brady has a thought on this exchange. That's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) I couldn't tell what was being said, but Brady had to have that. That's that's what I'm hoping for, right? Yeah. And and, and we kind of cut it short, but at the very end, after we cut it off, he says, yeah, he nods, I'm coming back. And so what I think it was is as, as a camera picked up, a conversation between Drew Brees and Gronk and, and Drew Brees, like any other player or person, is probably like, come on, dude, are you really done? You know, we just saw you catch him with Tom the other day before the ESPYs. And I think he said to him, you know, I'm just trying to maybe miss some time here and there after training camp or maybe during the season. Then once they're heading to the playoffs – you know, then I'm going to join the team again. That's what I'm planning. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I'm going to come back. Like, that's that's what I took from the conversation, and that's what I think he's trying to maybe do. You've been on that from day one. I remember we had a, a conversation about it and, and sort of a debate to where you felt from day one that Rob Gronkowski's going to be back. Yeah, for a couple reasons. And I said, I've said this before. Look, Tom Brady's still your quarterback. Bill Belichick's still your head coach. When does a player have the opportunity – to come back where a team will, will welcome them with open arms and invite them back and be a part of that to have a chance of winning a Super Bowl. like It's something that I think if he doesn't take the, the opportunity to do it now, he'll look back and regret it because he could potentially have another ring. He, he could potentially play another year or two with the greatest of all time in Tom Brady, in, in Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick as a head coach. So I think that opportunity is there, and, and in the moment maybe you kind of miss out on how special it really is and what he's been a part of. There's that. And I think there's the example of Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, I think, would have come back and played if he could have gotten out from under the Detroit Lions. The problem is he took a huge signing bonus of that last contract. When he decided to retire, he owed them back monies, and they still haven't been able to really figure that out. I mean, it's a bad relationship between Calvin Johnson and the Detroit Lions. If he wasn't under contract, if they would have just let him go, and released him or traded his rights to some other team, there is no doubt in my mind he would have come back and played. But I think he couldn't get out from underneath that organization. Uh, by the way, do you know that uh, – I'm just going to give you an option here. Right? Name me the two 
and this this will tell you everything you need to know about the Detroit Lions as a franchise. Name me the two best or most well-known players in the history of the Detroit Lions. Barry Sanders. Yep. I mean, it has to be. I mean, Calvin would yeah. be right up there. Calvin right? Johnson, yeah. yeah. And their relationship with both is awful. <laughs> They're two yeah. best players, and they both ended on horrible terms. And, and and I don't know if Barry Sanders rectified that situation, but I remember back in the day, similar situation, contract stuff, uh, the money, uh, that arguments ensued, and they're two best players, and they have horrible relationships with both of them well, to this day. You know, day. honestly, if I was Robert Gronkowski, you know what I'd do? I'd call up Jason Witten. And I'd say, what was it like, man? Like, what was it like taking a year off? Because he's another player that falls into a category of, at his age, you know, given the fact that he's not, you know, he's declining as a player, he's not still ascending. And, and after being in the booth, being in the spotlight, doing all that, he kind of realized, man, it's not all, all it's cut out to be, right? Like, I'd rather go back and play football for the Cowboys for another year. And, and I wonder if Rob's had that conversation with him and, and and really, even his family, like his his dad played, his brothers have played. You know, I played with Dan, um, one of his other brothers. He, he's, he was also a tight end, and, and those guys aren't aren't in the league anymore. And I wonder if he talks to them. They're like, dude, if you could still do it, man, go, because we wish we had that opportunity still, and, and we don't have it anymore. That opportunity is not there for us, but it is still for you. Hey, better hit the weights. You see those, any of those pictures of Rob Gronkowski? Two fifty five. I Gosh. mean, he. Uh, yeah. He he does not look like the same guy. No, he's yeah. he's thinned are out we, a lot. Yeah, just are we, saying. Are we still going to play that game? No, I'm, no, I'm I'm just saying he has thinned out a lot. Has he not thinned out since he was playing last year? He it, played at two seventy five, two seventy. Okay, he's now at two fifty. Do you know what the average size of an NFL tight end is? What's that? Two fifty. Okay. So for all the people who are concerned about his weight, how svelte he looks. Ooh. Okay, he's just where he wants to be. It's actually I, probably better at this old and given his injuries. That he's a little bit lighter, and he could put on five pounds. I, I don't know. I just uh, like in in a matter of months, he went from Dolph Lundgren to Danny DeVito. I just I can't believe what happened to him. The guy shrunk. It's just unbelievable what is going on with uh, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, all right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, uh, we're coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Headliner lie is coming up next. But for all the latest, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the wonderful Stephen DeSager. Hey, found a clip for you. Cherokee Parks. There you yeah. go. From the great NBA career. See? Oh, I knew it. Five for five. By the way, uh, Gail Anderson, um, who uh, works at local uh, Channel 5 and, and, uh, and, uh, and Channel 11. She's been out here in L.A. doing news for years. But, well, you know who Gail Anderson is. She's awesome. Yeah, very yeah, well. Been out here for years and <laughs> Why years. would he know who Gail Anderson she, is? She... <laughs> She uh, she tweeted she tweeted me and she said Cherokee who <laughs> like no. come on man come on Gail we well she Cherokee didn't live Parks. in Orange County then I lived in Orange County in the nineties when he was the high school basketball player there in fact I looked up the McDonald's All American game of ninety one the West roster had Cherokee Parks Jalen Rose Chris Weber Jawan Howard and Jimmy King the latter four going wow, to Michigan man. and Parks wow. going to Duke and right. Glenn Robinson on that team as love well love Cherokee Parks so yeah I kind of remember him now. Cherokee Parks had about a decade in the NBA, so he grossed over $10 million in his pro career, averaging four points, four rebounds per game. God bless him. You know what? And and tatted yeah. from head to toe now. Tatted from head to toe. What? what, what okay. Just saying. He's got like, all sorts of tattoos. 
The guy came in uh, a top scholar athlete at Duke, and he walked out like he was... Uh, so he can't have tattoos? No, it's just like when you go from Duke to Hot Topic, it's kind of a drastic oh, you know, spin-off. okay. Now we're stereotyping Duke. I'm just... Okay, no, so I'm they just, can't get tattoos? No, I'm just so saying. So you think there's not a tattoo parlor I'm somewhere? Saying, with, it, what is that, I'm, Durham? I'm just saying, if you wanted tattoos, he should have just played for Jim Trestle. Sorry, was my mic on? I didn't mean to say that. I apologize. I did not mean to say my, I thought my mic was off. Oh, right. uh, wow. Okay, Dodgers up 4-2 at Boston in the bottom of the sixth inning. Hyunjin Ryu still on the mound. David Price went the first five innings for the Red Sox. Everything else final from earlier. The Yankees were uh, winners in their game at home 4-2 against Toronto. Masahiro Tanaka went six innings to get the win. Tampa Bay won its game 4-1 at Baltimore, and the Rays were throwing a combined perfect game through eight innings of that one. Philadelphia hit a solo home. Homer in the bottom of the ninth. Michael Franco, the hero, 4-3 over Washington. Atlanta was in a scoreless game at San Diego until the eighth inning. 4-1 Braves, the final. Winning pitcher Mike Soroka now 10-1. He had nine strikeouts in his seven innings of work. Oakland scored on an error bottom of the ninth to edge the White Sox 3-2. Houston and Justin Verlander got a 12-4 win at Texas. Cubs, 8-3 winners against Pittsburgh, while San Francisco won at Milwaukee, 8-3. Christian Yelich did hit his 32nd home run. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Novak Djokovic won Wimbledon in five sets, 13-12 in the fifth over Roger Federer. Federer had 25 aces to 10 for Djokovic. In fact, led many of the stat categories, but lost three tie breaks out of the five and lost this final. NBA Summer League semifinals are tonight. Memphis won in overtime. Back in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. In Vegas, second semifinal of the NBA Summer League. Minnesota up 81-66 over the Nets in the fourth quarter. Center Nas Reed from LSU with 20 points. Back to Knox and Quinn. Thank you, Steve DeSager. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to play Headliner Lie. Uh, if you want to be a part of it, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at some more pictures of Rob Gronkowski. Um, there's one where he's hiding behind a flamingo's legs. So he's uh, <laughs> lost quite a, bit, quite a bit of weight there, Brady Quinn. Just uh, yeah. you know that. Yeah. No, that, that was not. pathetic. I, that was absolutely <laughs> pathetic. What do you mean? Come on, <laughs> for the I, whole thing. I just uh, uh, this uh, and also uh, we have been dubbed something. I don't know if this is a good thing. Guy writes in and said uh, Brady Quinn just said summertime was from two thousand one, and Jonas didn't even call him on it. I love you guys, but you're officially the whitest show in the history <laughs> of shows. So, so I was a decade off. Hey. Right? Jeez, I, I didn't realize it was thirty years old. Listen, next time you see powdered donuts uh, at Seven Eleven, we're that white. White. All right, we are that white after this show. I 100% agree with that yeah. statement. And well, except well, thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit racist, Bobo, but thank you. Oh well. By the way, uh, Bo- Bo- <laughs> by the way, uh, Bo- Bobo's got to be conflicted next weekend, right? Because uh, Manny Pacquiao is fighting. Fight. He's fighting Keith Thurman. <laughs> 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 Who are you going for, Bobo? <laughs> 
Wait, 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 hey, which side Street of the Street cred is on the yeah, line, Bobo. Which, Who are you gonna root for? Yeah, yeah Bobo, which, 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 which side of the family are you gonna piss off, Bobo? <laughs> yeah. You're taking the winner or are you going for street cred, you Bobo? You know what? True talk. The Pacquiao Mayweather fight, I pissed off a lot oh, of family yeah. members rooting for Pacquiao. Yeah, because uh and for oh, those you didn't root for Pacquiao. Come why on. Why didn't I? For Seriously? Those, because you knew Mayweather was gonna win. For those I mean you, I knew it, don't mean I didn't root for Pacquiao. For those of you that do not get the joke, which is probably majority of you, Bobo is half Filipino and half black. So anytime uh, the Manny Pacquiao conversation comes up and he's fighting uh, an African-American, Bobo's conflicted. He's very conflicted. <laughs> he's got a, there's a couple of ways he could go. And you, you did cheer for Manny Pacquiao when he fought Mayweather, yes, huh? I, yes, I did. And you pissed everybody off? Eggs, Good everybody. for you. Swim upstream. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Up next, we are going to play Headliner Lie. Right, you want a little bit of Headliner Lie, Brady Quinn? Yeah. Are you I ready for this? Yeah. All right. That's next here on FSR. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show here on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up top of next hour here on FSR, we will dive back into the football conversation. Uh, Several stories out there, and we are going to pinpoint a couple of those that we find very fascinating. So we'll have that for you here, top of next hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Live Bet Jesus appeared earlier, Brady Quinn. He had the Timberwolves minus five. Five and a half in their summer league tilt. It's weird too because he made that bet when they were up like eight or nine. Like I have no idea hmm. why that line would be there. No clue. But uh, I happened to look and I was like, oh, "This is weird. Like it's it's kind of weird. They're up four points good on what the spreads getting." Hey, but okay. Some listen. Some people pick their nose. Some people pick winners. Uh, he's uh, he's the latter. That's how it yeah. works. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, are you ready no for one's for the Nets right now? Are you are you uh, ready for a little headliner lie? Yeah, of course. All right, let's, let's do it. it. News. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. All right, here we go. Headliner lie on Fox Sports Radio. We'll explain the rules here coming up momentarily. If you've never heard the game before, don't go anywhere. It is thrilling to see how much BS we can spew here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Let's meet our first participant who wants to be a part of this. And we go all the way to Australia, where Ozzy is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Ozzy, what the hell's going on, mate? What's up, Ozzy? How's it going? How's it going there, Brady? And seeing your noxes, good to uh, good to speak to you. Yeah, listen, hey. Ozzy. Uh, uh, now, yeah, well, what's you're, going on over there? Yeah, in Australia. What what day is it in Australia? Like yeah, Thursday. Tell us about the future. Are you behind us or ahead of us? <laughs> It's actually a Monday morning. I'm at work. Yeah, you're ahead. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it's winter over here, believe it or not. So oh. it's freezing cold. But uh, no, every, everything's going really good. I uh, love your show. I'm uh, tired, Jonas, of you ripping us Australians uh, over the last wow. uh, over the last few few uh, weeks. So I've been sending you photos of me yeah. drinking beers and big two liter beers and all sorts of stuff. And uh, yeah, you finally got to me, so yeah. I got to call up. Yeah, because it pisses me off, Ozzy. You guys are supposed to support the show. The weekend overnights is prime time for uh, for the guys in Australia. I, I, I'd, right. I'd expect more out of you, Ozzy. Like I know you're at work, but why don't you just do a shoey uh, right here on the air? <laughs> just pour a, pour a, pour a Fosters in your vans and then just throw one back and let's have a good time. What do you say, Ozzy? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would. I've got a, um, I've got a nice non-alcoholic smoothie right here. Okay, so I'll, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. All yeah. right, so Ozzy, you yeah. can team up with Brady Quinn or myself. Who do you want? Mate, I'm going to be uh, teaming up with you, Jonas. Yeah, my man, Ozzy, my man. All yeah. right, so uh, so let's go over to uh, Scott, who is in Kentucky here on Fox Sports Radio. Scott, what's happening? Not a lot. Good All right, talk. Scott. Uh, <laughs> so, Scott, Scott, are you sober? Yes, I am. Ah, that's a bummer. Uh, all, right, all right, well, we will we will accept uh, all uh, participants this week. So here's how it works, guys. Uh, Scott, you're going to team up with Brady Quinn. I'm going to read a headline to Brady's partner. He's going to do the same to mine. You guys have to tell us whether or not it's an actual headline or a lie. And then if we're tied at the end of this, we go to a tiebreaker question. Easy enough? Yes. All right, here we go. Scott in Kentucky, you are first up here on Fox Sports Radio. Scott, headline or lie? A woman in Florida stabbed her boyfriend several times with a kitchen knife after he told her he was too tired to have sex. Uh, Florida, that sounds like a headline. That is correct. That's right. Yeah. Well done, It's Scott. a passionate state, let me tell you. It's a passionate <laughs> a state. Passion. A lot of people wanted to make some love. Yeah. Okay? A lot of passion. All right, Ozzy. Here we go, brother. Headline or lie? Oh, 
woman accused of stealing a pumpkin while hiding it in her lady part. <laughs> uh, I'm surely I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to lie. Surely that's not possible. Damn it! I mean, damn it! Uh, I'm to be honest with you. It only showed a headshot of the woman, but uh, it's possible. Don't. All right, we'll leave that one alone. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Scott in Kentucky. Headline or lie? In preparation for their annual charity golf tournament in Dublin, Ohio, the Third and Goal Foundation has struck a deal with a local tailor to design a vomit-proof blue jacket for the winner. Wow. You're good, Scott. He's doing good, man. He, good. He, he listens to the show. Scott knows. <laughs> Scott uh, knows. By the way, if you're going to post that picture, could somebody get that dry clean before they post it? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. That'd be nice. Yeah. I actually just had to order a bunch more jackets because uh, <laughs> we give them to them, and everyone's so drunk happened? they lose them. Why? Yeah. What happened? All right. Headline or lie, Ozzy. Here we go, brother. The FBI raided an Iranian wedding in Los Angeles Saturday night over suspicion of enriched uranium being smuggled into the country. The FBI only discovered a bunch of drunk Persians and a white guy passed out with a thumb ring on. (laughs) That is a lie. Here, it's not that much of a lie, though. That's that's the uh, you know, it's not that much of a lie. Uh, well done. All right, here we go. Scott in Kentucky. Headline or lie? Research shows that ninety four percent of people tweeting about Wimbledon actually have no idea what they're talking about. That is a headline. Shit your ass down. Yeah. He got you on the percentage, or that's just an opinion. But you know, whatever <laughs> semantics. Here we go, Ozzy. Headline or lie? Nice. Woody Harrelson accused of blowing coke in the restrooms at Wimbledon. When asked to comment, he replied, How else am I supposed to get through watching hours of tennis? <laughs> uh, um, I am going to say that that is... Uh, I hope it's a headline. No, it's a lie. Surely it's a lie. All right. All right. He's on the board. Here we go. We are all tied up. Scott in Kentucky, headline or lie? Scott in in Kentucky, headline or lie? An alcohol distributor from Ohio was seen on security cameras crashing a party boat earlier this week while visiting friends in Fort Lauderdale. Headline. Sit down! Here we go, Ozzy. Come on, Ozzy. For the win. Headline or lie? Let's go. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints sues national radio host for impersonating their savior. Quote, it's blasphemy, and he's pathetic at betting anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that that is a lie. Yeah! Oh, man, that is a wrap! My oh, man, Ozzy. You're My man, Ozzy. Unbelievable. This is, this is a lie. I mean, the clocks in radio rule uh, all here at Fox Sports Radio. And with that, well, job well done. Ozzy, my man, in Australia with the big win here on Headliner Live. Just a, a huge you performance. You cut us off a question short. <laughs> it was tied up. Hey. That wasn't a win. Hey, don't blame me. Blame the clock, pal. Blame yeah. the clock. That may all be right. the case, but everyone else can count. Uh, it, uh, yeah, uh, we took the lead and we won the game, Brad. I don't have to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) 
We may have ourselves a little bit of a double standard in the world of sports, specifically in the NFL. We will get to that here coming up in uh, just a couple of moments here on Fox Sports Radio. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. And wherever you are taking part on all of our fine Fox Sports Radio affiliates, including in Australia, where we just heard from Ozzy in Australia, yeah, loyal listener yeah. who called in and a victorious who, uh, edition. Who, who, who won, but of course you completely botched that because we, uh, we, we ran Headliner Lie in a segment where we didn't have enough time to actually do it. Well, uh, well you bloviated for like the first three minutes of that true. segment. <laughs> that is 100% true. No, I, and we finally got into it, and when we got into it, you ended up going up by one with a question left for each party and then decided to abruptly end the segment. Yeah, bloviating. De- declaring yeah. Aussie the winner. Yeah, bloviating was your indirect shot at me uh, with the headline that included a wedding and thumb rings. That was bloviating because that was a paragraph. It was It was actually too long. The problem was I couldn't set it up to not get all the little details I needed to get in there to hint at it is Jonas. And yes, you were at an Iranian wedding I was. last night. I was. Yeah. yeah How'd I was. that go? You're alive. I was so. cool. I'm not a big fan of weddings. I just don't like weddings all that really? much. Yeah, Those weddings can be crazy, though. From no, this no, this wasn't uh, was wasn't crazy at all. Uh, I just okay. I don't like. I, they're a little too fake for me. Weddings in general. I just don't. I'm not yeah. a big fan. It's, I don't know. Not my. It thing. is. I, I do feel like it's. A, you gotta, of course, you're not engaged. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I am engaged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my oh, wedding. Oh, you are. Will, oh, I, okay, my, I yeah, my, my wedding yeah. will be spectacular. Um, yeah. And if you play your cards right, you might you might be put on the alternate list to get into the wedding, well, Brady. You well, might be you put just on wait because uh, you got a belated birthday gift coming. Yeah. It's going to be can spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can only imagine. What, and, and now it's yeah. going to include a uh, a few boxes of new tennis balls. So All you right, can open good. up and smell those. Balls. All right, good. I love I love to smell those balls uh, when you open up a tennis uh, yeah. container. <laughs> love to smell those. All right, uh, so Brady Quinn, I want to uh, just throw a scenario at you here on Fox Sports Radio, and the scenario is we were talking about this Dak Prescott situation, and everybody's just waiting. Why don't they have a deal done? Why don't they get it done? And so I posed a question to you when we worked together yesterday, and the question was, maybe they're not sure if he's their franchise quarterback, which could be a possibility. Maybe they still want to wait to see more because they're just not totally sold on him. Otherwise, they would have already had a deal done as the price tag is only going to go up. You brought up the idea of sports betting and Jerry Jones really trying to to get sports betting and sports gambling uh, looked at and into the state of Texas because that's extra revenue there, and Jerry Jones right. is, is pretty focused on that. Here's the one thing that I think is a little bit of a double standard, and and you being a former quarterback, I think, can speak on it. If Le'Veon Bell holds out because he wants a better deal, it's looked at a certain way. If Melvin Gordon holds out because he wants a certain deal, it's looked at a certain way. If Khalil Mack or if uh, if you know Rob Gronkowski or anybody, how how come quarterbacks never hold out? How come quarterbacks never put their foot down? I actually think there's a double standard. I don't think quarterbacks can because how it looks as being a leader of the team. If you're telling your teammates, I'm thinking about me and my situation and not the rest of you guys. Well, quarterbacks have held out in the past. Um, it just it just you have to go back through the years. It's been a while. Uh, but you're right. I, I think there is a standard that's put on quarterbacks where, because you're the unquestioned leader, because you know really it's you know the 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 one position where you don't want to give up those reps, right, and give them up to someone else 
to then come in and replace you. Um, so, you know, you care about it, you need it, the prep and everything that, that goes on in the offseason. Uh, I, I think, you know, you look at Brett Favre, for example, the years where he kind of took off training camp, was deciding whether or not he wanted to retire and then mm-hmm. come back into it. You know, it wasn't like he was lights out right when he would come back, whether, you know, it was with the, the Packers or um, any of the subsequent teams that he, that he played for, the Jets and, and Vikings. So, to me, it had a little bit to do with that, too. I think you need it from a prep standpoint, but you need it for the, for the locker room standpoint. I mean, you are the unquestioned leader, and it doesn't look good if you're, if you're trying to make this, this business statement because then you're saying to everyone else, especially to your linemen, right, the guys who are up there protecting for you to make sure you don't get your head knocked off, you know, then you're basically saying to them, like, this is more about business than it is about my relationship with you, the game, and everything else, and about you know, my, my teammates. And it, it's tough to send that message if you're the quarterback. And I think teams understand that too. And so there's there's a little bit of a give and take. Like, um, you know, you look at the deal Nick Foles signed, right, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I, I remember one of the, the comments I remember seeing coming out of Jacksonville was, well, he's paid. He's the starter. Like, like they were like, oh, yeah, no, like we drafted Blake Bortles to be the guy, but then he ended up not really being the guy. But now we've basically paid Nick Foles to, to be the guy. And so everyone in the locker room gives him respect because he's the paid man. Like there's an element of that that exists, and and it's like whether or not the guy is good enough or not. Well, he's paid, so uh, we're gonna have to ride with this guy and hope that he's good when game day comes around. Yeah, I just I wonder because they always talk about you know use your power. How can you implement change? The most important position in the NFL. I mean, most important position in in any sport is by the way Arnie Spaniers in studio. I completely forgot he just walked by, and I'm mortified at having to just be in the same room as him. <laughs> get me the hell out of here. Somebody somebody get somebody else to finish the rest of the show. Um, like Ar- Arnie. Spanier, seeing Arnie Spanier is like stepping barefoot on a Lego, having to use the restroom <laughs> in the middle of the night. Just a just a horrendous human being, Arnie Spanier. But um and, and and they always talk about okay, most important position in sports. Quarterback, I think, is the most important position in sports. No I think it's number one, and I don't even think that it's close. If you wanted to implement change, you would need somebody who's got the power to implement that change to be the one to step up and do it. And and I wonder if at some point, and I, I look, I think this is a long shot, and I'm just throwing it out there because if you're unhappy with the way contracts are done and you're part of the NFL Players Association or you're an NFL player and you don't like the way that first-round draft picks aren't able to get out of their rookie deal until the fifth year because the team holds the option, wouldn't the, the position and the player that would have the power to maybe spark that conversation be a quarterback if he decided to hold out? Well, yeah, that's why it always has been. I mean, if you look at when... Um, the union decertified, and then it they went into like the antitrust, you know, lawsuits and all that. It was Brady versus the NFL, meaning Tom Brady, and so it, it's always been that case when they filed for these sorts of things in the court, because uh, that's how a lot of these labor agreements have gone in order to try to make change uh, in, in previous years. So it's always been the quarterbacks, but I think that's also one of the reasons too why you know, the, the team and the organization views them as so valuable. I mean, the rules are set up to protect them. The rules are set up where quarterbacks can exploit them, and they're the face of the franchise. Like, they know that when they've got that guy or they think they have that guy, they've got to, they've got to play him. He's got to be out there practicing. He's got to be out there during the offseason. Like, they can't go into the season not selling that position. You can go in and, and your running back may, may not be there or someone else may not be there, right. but – 
you've got your quarterback you're still selling. You, so that, that, that's still got to be part of the equation for how least, you're hyping up your team. you got to at least give the perception that you have a plan. Like, hey, right. listen, this is who we've got going in. Right. I mean, look at the Washington Redskins, for example. Right. If they would have went into the season with Colt McCoy and Case Keenum, you would have said to yourself, ooh, like, there's not, <laughs> there's not a lot of optimism there, right? There's not a lot of excitement, but then they draft Dwayne Haskins in the first round. You know, you, you maybe would have said the same thing about the Dolphins, right? They trade away um, Ryan Tannehill. Like, excuse me, cut Ryan Tannehill or trade or whatever. He's not there anymore. Then they sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it wasn't enough. Well, let's go trade for Josh Rosen, too, yeah. on, on draft day and see if we can make this look really smart and really good for the long run. And if not, we'll go draft one again next year. So, you know, it just it, – it, the, way, the way that position is perceived, I think, is handled a lot different because of that. Um, and, and, and because also this – the quarterbacks have been much more conscious of continually pushing the envelope for their contracts, right? So they, yeah. they're they're not afraid of doing that in their negotiations, everything they've done. In the past years, running backs haven't been so concerned by it. Melvin Gordon's one of the first to be really concerned with it, and that's one of the reasons why he's holding out now. And he's, you know, he's, he's not going to show up. And by the way, I, I should explain, there's a difference between what Melvin Gordon is going to do and what Le'Veon Bell did. Le'Veon Bell was slapped with a franchise tag a second time, right? Yep. He didn't sign it. He's not under contract. He's not under any, any obligation to go play for the Pittsburgh Steelers or get fined by the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? Now, Melvin Gordon, different story. Melvin Gordon's under contract. So when he doesn't show up, he gets fined. He signed a contract. He's got an obligation to the team. He's choosing not to, so he's going to be subject to those fines. That's a holdout. People need to understand there is a difference between the two. He's choosing not to. Uh, he's choosing not to show up in lieu of or in hope of getting that new contract that's hopefully going to break the bank and then continue to elevate the the you know the pay scale for these running backs in the future. Uh, he's Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. I wanted to mention this. There was a story that came out, speaking of quarterbacks, in uh, by Yahoo, in which they said that part of the reason that Peyton Manning didn't want to take the Monday Night Football broadcasting job is because he doesn't want to jump into the booth until Eli Manning is gone. For He doesn't, he doesn't want to have to be critical of his own brother. And then also players that he played with that he would have to he wants to wait a little way a little while for those players to start to filter out of the league so he doesn't feel because he's incredibly loyal so on and so forth look i i don't envy the position that you and other former athletes are are put in in which you sometimes have to be critical of a coach or a player somebody that you know really well and are friends with i understand the idea of peyton manning wanting to wait and wanting to, you know, not take these sort of opportunities and these sort of gigs. Where do you stand on the thought that a Peyton Manning is doing it all out of loyalty? I, I just think that's that, that's kind of bunk to some degree. I mean, look, the opportunity has been there for him. Either a, they're not going to pay him enough, then he doesn't want to do it. Um, because I, I do think you can still frame your discussion or frame what you're going to say in a positive way while being critical of the play, but not critical of the player. And look, John Gruden held that position forever. How many times was John Gruden that that critical Never. of anyone? You know, and he, so don't don't throw out that excuse and act like that's the reason for it because that's not it. The only time John Gruden was ever overly critical is when him and Sean McDonough were calling. I believe it was the Bengals Steelers game. There oh, was the a Bengal, game. yeah the playoff game, and was they were. They, yeah, I think it, I think it was that game where they were just that was the re- playoff game. Though. Yeah. Usually, I mean that would have to be the first weekend. I, I think. I think. Yeah, then. I think it was. Well, yeah, obviously it was the wild card weekend because yeah. the Bengals were involved. <laughs> there was no second weekend. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't see weekend. 
band number two in Cincinnati. Oh, uh, but but they were this ripping dick. they were ripping the uh, the game and how it was being called and and just talking about what a disgrace it was and this is unacceptable and uh, and two of the players from that game are now on John Gruden's team and Vontez Perfect and Antonio Brown. So that was the only time that he was ever overly critical. And also, it's not Twitter. On Twitter, you can shoot something out and it could be totally misinterpreted and you could send something out and somebody could take it the wrong way because you don't have, you know, a sarcasm font or you didn't elaborate on any anymore. Peyton Manning would have the opportunity to set up a discussion with, look, I love the guy, but this. So I think that, that part of that, I, I would tend to agree with you, is maybe a little far-fetched. And also, man, you offer him enough money, you offer me enough money, I'll rip anybody I know to shreds. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I won't mean any of it, but I'll play the act. This is all professional wrestling. I got no problem Wait, being the heel. What's the other thing that, that Peyton Manning's been, been circled at potentially maybe looking at doing, right? Front office yes. or maybe owning a team at some yes. point? You don't think you're going to have to be critical of players then? <laughs> no, like, come on. For real? <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, there is uh, one of the more – at a time, he was one of the most disliked coaches in all of football. But he's got a little bit of an issue on his hands. We will dive into that next year on Fox Sports Radio. That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we're going to dive back into over-unders here on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to tell you what's going to happen in the next week here uh, all throughout the world of sports and beyond. Uh, the great Arnie Spanier, uh, who is coming up uh, after we're done with Chris Plank. Arnie, who lives in Vermont, made his way all the way out to L.A. Just had a nice, peaceful conversation with Arnie Spanier, in which I feel worse about myself as a human being than I ever have before. Did he? Uh, uh, did he bring you any of that delicious syrup they make out there? No, uh, but he did the last time. He sent care packages out. So he sent us some syrup and all sorts of uh, Vermont goodies. So, um, what else do they make out there uh, in Vermont? I don't know. I watched a uh, Man versus Food episode, and they like eat food on a school bus. Like, there's like a school bus in Vermont that serves like really good food, like uh, like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with glazed donut as the bread. Like, it's really like an old school bus. Yeah, like that an like old sits school there bus. and they kind of like retrofitted it. Yeah, I'm I'm oh. I'm a, I love Man versus Food because all those spicy foods I can eat. I know I can, and I just wish yeah. I could go on Man versus Food to try that spicy stuff. You know, in fuego, as the, the in-laws say, Brady Quinn. Um, uh, by the way, uh, Arnie Spanier uh, will be back later on. Uh, he is currently on his way to Club Bounce. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with what Club Bounce is, go ahead and take a peek at that on Google and uh, thank yourself for not ever going there. Um, okay. All right, so let's uh, <laughs> so let's uh, let's we were talking about second-year head coaches, Brady. Going into next season uh, with their new, with their current program in college football, the guy that we talked about uh, last hour was Scott Frost going into oh. year two um, with uh, with Nebraska. And then the other one, and trust me, we are going to get to Brady. Really wants to to dive into this Zion Williamson controversy. We're going to have the Zion oh, Williams controversy. Falls in line with Club Bounce. Okay, it? <laughs> it does. There, there's a Zion Williams controversy that we need to get to, uh, and and we will uh, basically. In fact, let's just get to it now, okay? Because we can't we can't trust ourselves. We are going to get. To, uh, we got a lot to do this segment, okay? Everybody, just slow down. Club Bounce. All right. It's basketball. Everybody. You know, all right. Just... Every, everybody, slow it down here. All right. We're going to get to college football coming up in just a couple of moments. Brady Quinn, though, 
uh, saw a uh, little piece that was put together out there, a little, uh, little conversation that was had uh, regarding Zion Williamson. And uh, Coach Mike Krzyzewski said something that I think you and I both agree with. We talked about it and mentioned it at the time. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski said um, while uh, doing uh, making the rounds uh, at the ESPYs, I believe, uh, or, or, or talking about Zion Williamson making the rounds and all this stuff, Mike Krzyzewski was commented as saying, I thought I thought really he never should have played just because he's been on the circuit of awards, the ESPYs, everything. I don't think he's in the playing shape or the mental shape to play. That according to Mike Krzyzewski talking about his former player, Zion Williamson. I think he's 100% correct. He looked he, it, he looked way out of shape. Uh, he made a couple of plays, but you could tell that he was gassed at certain points. And this idea that he suffered a knee bruise and that's why they're being cautious is crap. I think they're trying to get him in shape and get him ready for, for training camp and get him ready for the start of next season. Look, I can't speak to whether or not the injury is legitimate because it very well could be. And, and one of the reasons why I say that is when you are heavier than what you're accustomed to being playing at, you know, typically you don't handle yourself, you know, moving around quite as well. And, you know, I know he played at Duke for a year, and there's a lot of, of pressure playing at Cameron Indoor and then, you know, playing in March Madness. But now you're with the big boys, and the competition's that much better. And, you know, there, there's still that sense of a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of, you know, nervousness, butterflies and all that. Adrenaline rushes through you. And, and then all of a sudden you're, you're out there trying to move and play, and you're not moving the same way because of some of those feelings, but also because you're heavier. And and for anyone out there who thinks that, you know, he wasn't, we talked about this probably, what, a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. And, you know, this is kind of verification of that, at least from his college coach's standpoint. But but I think just go back and look at him in a uniform. I mean, it's not like the uniforms are that drastically different from Duke now to the NBA Summer yeah. League. I mean, he was filling that thing yes. out in all the wrong ways. And and you're right, he was laboring at times. He wasn't moving quite the same way. I, I saw some stuff that he was three bills. He's 300 pounds. Which, you know, it wouldn't be that unthinkable only because he's he's decently tall. He's what, 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, yeah, but... And and so you could get up there decently high because he's, he's, he's somewhat muscular too. Yeah. He, here's the problem. It's going to be a concern now. I mean, it's going to be a concern for the rest of his career. And it will be the knock... If he can't get it like under reps, and, and I know we put a lot of stock into these guys because he was taken number one overall, um, and, and now he's playing the pros, so we expect him to be this this mature guy who can handle himself. But it's really hard for professional athletes, for whatever reason, to kick near the nutrition and to be able to make that sacrifice. I can't tell you how many times I saw guys who had an issue with that, and, and they just they couldn't figure it out, they couldn't control themselves, and ultimately it impacted their performance. And you know this. It doesn't. You don't. Even if you're not an athlete, stuff you could eat when you're in your early 20s, it's just not happening now. All right. Like I, I used to be able to eat garbage in my early 20s and be fine. It's just not happening now. Like, like the older you get, the, the, the difference. Less... The, the difference is this because he's still really, really young. Yes. I mean, honestly, like he, he could eat however he wants and still be okay. The, the difference is this: once you know better, you do better. And so once you understand your diet, nutrition, how you recover, and all that, eating better with the training regimen that he's got. Like he'll start to feel a lot better, and he'll realize that I need to feel this way because I have to train this way, I have to play this way consistently. Otherwise, I'm not going to last. And and, and and that's the biggest difference. And also, to you, and you alluded to this with when it comes to Coach Mike Shashevsky, who in basketball knows Zion Williamson better than anybody else? The guy who's coached him the most. 
that would be Mike Shashevsky. If Mike Shashevsky is saying he shouldn't have been playing, that's kind of alarming, isn't it? You know, that Mike Shashevsky's saying, no, 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 that's not the guy. I, I, I know that guy, and that wasn't him, and he probably shouldn't have been out there. And it's not like he played the whole game. I mean, the game didn't even finish because they had an earthquake in the middle of it. Like, it's not like he, he played a significant amount. I see, I amount. thought that could have been Zion now, the more this uh, This is unbelievable. Out, I, yeah. I, you know, just leave the guy alone, for God's sakes. Okay. I mean, he's, he's going to get it under control. And plus, he's in New Orleans. It's kind of an unfair fight, all right? Like, you, you draft a guy in New Orleans, you know, like if oh, you... stop. Look, I'm, I'm sure saying. there's some good food down there. That was not my experience, okay. so I'll just leave it at that, okay? Yeah. It's hard to hard. Yeah, go try a po' boy sandwich next time you go down there. No, okay? listen, uh, look, I, I've I've heard things. Uh, you know, according to not only the po' boy sandwiches, but the beads, and then according uh, to uh, Brian Williams of NBC, uh, bodies floating <laughs> in the street in New Orleans. There's all sorts of stuff that happens. The only uh, positive experience I had <laughs> down down, on, down in New Orleans was I think I won like fifteen hundred bucks at a Harrah's, like the Harrah's <laughs> Casino there. Good for after, you. After we got mollywop by uh, by LSU there oh. in the. Uh, the Sugar Bowl. Uh, we, we, we went out afterwards, and, and we did a little gambling, and I won a little bit of money. I was like, well, at least we feel a little bit better about this now. Yeah, good for you. Um, all right, quickly, because we did promise this, and we've got to get to uh, um, over-unders coming up here shortly. So I want, I want you to give me an abbreviated. We looked back at Scott Frost. We talked about second year in Nebraska, high hopes in Nebraska. He's going to be able to turn it around. Uh, Chip Kelly, UCLA. Not exactly the year everybody expected last year, although I think just in being out here that he was dealing with a much worse roster than what was advertised. Oh, yeah. Chip Kelly, second year UCLA. What do you make of it? Well, it's tough because the recruiting class wasn't ranked very high. So, I, you know, I don't know what that'll mean. I think he is a really good judge of skill and how they'll fit into his scheme. So that's part of it. He's still building his team and his culture. And the Pac-12 South is very winnable uh, outside of Utah. I don't, and look, USC's got a lot of talent at the skill position, but outside of those two teams, I don't know that you're looking at anyone else really running away with it. It's not like the Pac-12 North. So uh, I give them a fighting chance. It's a tough schedule, though. I think they'll improve the win-loss column. I'm not sure how much, but people at UCLA shouldn't you know, start to think they made a bad decision because he's, he's worth every penny. He's one of the smartest coaches in college football. They'll get a turnaround. I'll name, can I name two, two others quickly? Yeah, for sure. Willie Taggart of Florida State. Went five and seven last year. He's the one I worry about. You know that they made some changes to their staff, but you know the the ACC. I mean, they're they're so far away from where Clemson is to be able to win the conference. And then you look at their schedule and how it breaks down. It's just it, it could be a rough road. It could be a rough road for Willie Taggart. And I don't know that Florida State fans are going to have that sort of patience because mm-hmm. of Jimbo Fish and what he built there. That's one I'd be a little bit concerned with. Um, and then and then Mario Cristobal, because Oregon's got so many guys coming back this year. They're slated as, I would say, the favorite to win the Pac-12, um, even though they play in a tough Pac-12 North. But, you know, there was a little bit of controversy in, like, you know, is he the right guy for that job, given his roots are all back in the Southeast? Um, and, 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 look, he did great last year. We'll see what they do this year with 10 guys coming back on offense, seven on defense. They should be able to win a bunch of games and win the Pac-12. If he doesn't, I just I wonder if people are going to start second guess that that decision to hire. And, him. and also, I don't think that they were expecting Taggart to leave after one year. No, not like, at all. That's, I, that's not, what I'm saying. And yeah. so they fell into Mario Cristobal because so many players loved him. They they really did. And then they kind of saw the vision that he gave them about recruiting. And, and they've done a good job of recruiting the state of uh, California. They've dipped into a little bit back to his old roots back in the southeast, but. But still, I mean, he, he's got to win. Like, he's got the talent. He's got the quarterback. You know, they've got pieces on defense. He's got to win now. 
and and he should be able to. So now it just comes to whether or not he can deliver in year two. A bottom line, if you're a team, if you're a fan of a college football team out there, and you're a little concerned about how next season's going to look, it could always be worse. You could be USC. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven Auto. The only hard part: figuring out which way is easier. Up next, we're going to tell you what will happen. This week in the world of sports and beyond. But first, for all the latest, Steve DeSager. And by the way, UCLA Bruins mid-September will be hosting Chris Plank's Oklahoma Sooners. And you had mentioned earlier USC adding the home game against UC Davis in a couple of years. I looked it up. That exact same day, UCLA will be hosting LSU. So just a slight (laughs) bit of difference. (laughs) I go back to your comment earlier. UCLA and Notre Dame have never scheduled FCS and hope it stays Here's the other thing with Chip Kelly. He a lot of people felt like he jumped back into a head coaching role with the 49ers too soon and he probably did. In retrospect, I think he just wanted to get back out there and prove that he could coach and it didn't work well. I don't think he would make that same mistake again unless he was pr- confident that he knew he could turn around UCLA. So I, I think he well, took who, the job. Who gives a coach just one year? I mean, honestly, and expects them to be able to turn things around. The whole Colin Kaepernick thing happened yeah. that year. It's just it was a perfect storm for dysfunction and for things not to work out for yeah. him. So it, it honestly, in the end, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. And Brady, aren't you waiting for the actual Chip Kelly offense, that type of team to be seen, which we really didn't see? Hey, I had this conversation with him. I think you're going to be fooled if you think it's going to be spread and up-tempo. How they beat USC last year. They ran them he, in the ground. Uh, they ran it all over them. Extra offensive linemen, extra tight ends, a lot of big personnel. He kept telling me, he's like, look, for people who think that I'm this spread it out guy and I don't like to run the football, he's like, you're wrong. Go back, watch how many two tight end sets I had, watch how many times I'm, I'm going to run a run the football. He's like, everything's based off that. So I think it could look a lot different uh, moving forward. College football, ready for it right oh, now. Can't wait. Late August, it is going to start oh, this season. Screw you, NBA. Can't wait. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're not celebrating the uh, matchup we have set for the Summer League Finals oh, tomorrow night? Oh, good God. Please, please. Minnesota, Memphis. Didn't somebody have something on I Minnesota? I believe so. Well, yeah. Make... By the way, it was five and a half. Live Bet Jesus made that pick. What was the final score of that be- yeah, game that Live yeah. Bet Jesus well, bet on? I there, think they Steve. won by seven or eight, something All like right. that. Yeah, of course, win win. They it, were ahead Steve. by seven or eight at half yeah. at the time the bet right. was made. Hey. So who Which cares? Which is weird because, hey. again, he didn't hit his refresh on his page before uh-huh. that line would have changed. There yeah. you go. Phony number. Yeah. That's the definition of fake news. Yeah. Well, on to baseball, shall we? Unreal. Uh, to the bottom of the ninth, Fenway Park in Boston. It is 4-4 Dodgers and Red Sox. Hyunjin Ryu had a very solid outing again for L.A. The All-Star went seven innings, two runs allowed, and then they brought in Pedro Baez out of the bullpen. Back-to-back homers to open the eighth, and it's a 4-4 game. Angels beat Seattle 6-3 with a three-run homer bottom of the eighth. The A's won 3-2 over the White Sox with a run on an error in the bottom of the ninth. The A's have won four straight, ten of the last 12 and the Oakland A's acquired pitcher Homer Bailey from the Royals today. Atlanta and Philadelphia got wins. Yankees and Tampa Bay as well. The Cubs hit three homers and beat Pittsburgh 8-3. Cubs two and a half games ahead of Milwaukee for first in the NL Central. San Francisco a winner at Milwaukee 8-3. Novak Djokovic won Wimbledon in five sets. 13-12 in the fifth over Roger Federer. The top-ranked Djokovic was the defending champion. He's now won Wimbledon five times this decade. By the way, Gulf's British Open starts early Thursday morning. 
Morning in Northern Ireland for the first time since 1951. The guys are back in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And at the Celebrity Golf Tournament in Tahoe, Tony <laughs> Romo the winner. He won it last year as well, finishing second. Former pitcher Mark Mulder, he had won it three years in a row before Romo. Back to you. Oh, I was going to say, where did AJ fall on that list, man? Yeah, AJ oh, Hawk. Uh, come on, our, our uh, horse uh, horse racing insider, AJ Hawk. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Our, our, our derby insider. Yeah. What, what, what do you call the race they have to bet on? It's uh, not the derby. It's the uh, oh, the, the, the walk the, back. The, yeah, the walk back bet. It's where, the comeback. Yeah, where you where you you bet on you bet on who <laughs> who brings their horse back faster, which is <laughs> the most the dege- degenerate thing I've ever seen. Gambling. It's like ever. people in the hallways here. <laughs> Who's going to come around the corner next? <laughs> That's great. I mean, hey, if you guys are up for it, I'll bet that. No problem. I'll take what I can get. Uh, yeah, where did AJ Hawk finish? We get an update on AJ Hawk's uh, placement. Um, and, he was uh, tied for sixty fourth with Sean Payton. All right, who did he beat out? Who was 65th. Jay Billis. <laughs> All nice. right. Nice. And, right. and then Rob Riggle. Oh, wow, oh, funny guy. Yeah, you okay. know what? Awesome. Yeah. Hey, that boy, AJ. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Sticking it to those guys. Yeah. Age. Uh, all right. Uh, you ready to play some uh, over-unders here, Brady Quinn? Yeah, let's do it. Right, let's, let's do, do it. it. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lion, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over-under. And for that, we turn it over to executive producer Lee DeLapp to find out what the hell happened last week and what we're looking ahead to this week. All right. This time last week, you guys, we were looking forward to the Home Run Derby. And I asked you guys, what would be the longest home run at the Home Run Derby over under 500 feet? Jonas, you took the over. Brady, you took the under. Happened to be that the longest home run was by Vlad Guerrero, but it was only 488 feet. Ooh, close. What a bunch close of drugs. crap. I didn't watch <laughs> one single second of the uh, Home Run Derby, Which... and, and I'm a better human being for it. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. How, how does he hit? What, what do you hit? 91? Is that how many he hit? That's correct. 91. It's 91 and he doesn't win. Like that, that just it blows my mind that the rules are set up. How do people find that interesting? I, honest to God, like I, I, how do people find that? It's just, it's, it's just a gimmick. It's, it's impressive. Okay, <sighs> admit right. it. Whatever. I, I can go turn on a Dude Perfect video if I want to watch Impressive. I don't need to see some guys hit a home run <laughs> with, with a doctored baseball. Oh, you don't think those films are doc- doctored on Dude Perfect? I, I Probably. Like a thousand yeah, tries yeah, they probably are. They get probably, one right. like, oh, I, look, I, th- I think Wimbledon was fixed. Those guys weren't sweating, and that game lasted five hours. <laughs> all right, move all right. on. Speaking of Wimbledon, we opened the show with it, and last week we were all talking about 15-year-old Coco Goff. And the over-under of how many sets she would win for the remainder of Wimbledon, the over-under was at two and a half. Jonas, you took the over. Brady, you took the under. As we all know, she lost to <laughs> Romanian Simona Halep, who ended up winning the tournament. Yep. yep. So Brady with the clean sweep last week. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Called me the karate kid. All right. So that That's was right. uh, so that was actually, sweep the leg. All right. So that was preseason. So this is the real time. A real oh, over here we go. this time. Here okay, we go. good. You know, you good. shafted me on headliner <laughs> lies, stopping a question short. Good. Now you're trying to pull this all after right. you didn't refresh your page good, for yeah. live bet Jesus. So, listen, that, that page is refreshed. When it was refreshed, who knows? Oh. But it was refreshed. <laughs> all right. From, we got, from tennis to golf, it's the Open next week or the British Open, however you want to call it. Uh, Tiger Woods, as we all keep our eye on him, he's w- finished in the top 10 10 times, over under on his finish this year, 10 and a half at Royal Portrush, Northern Ireland. Mm. And so over would be... He took a month off to prepare for this, so keep that in mind, Jonas. Now, okay, so 
just so we're clear here, the under of 10 and a half would be he finishes in the top 10. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that Tiger is over 10 and a half and in this tournament. <laughs> oh, I, I know it's this late in the show when you start doing that. Um, I can smell those balls. Oh, come on. Can I just say that this? Is, uh, come on. Can I just say this? I'm rooting for him. But I'm with you. I just I think it's at a, we're at a point where it's hard to bet on that track that he's going to finish top ten. So I'm, I'm taking the over and I'm, I'm taking the over on the other bet too. He's got to get on the gas. Just do it. You know what? It's right. worth the it's worth the risk. Just do it. I want him gassed to the gills. I want him on so many EPOs and PEDs. I want his head to look like Barry Bonds uh, at the end. Of uh, it totally all. agree. You know, just gigantic. Totally agree. Chrome. Yeah. Somebody go to Dick's and buy a can of balls. Okay, that was taken out of context. Like at the, at the end of Barry Bonds' career, his hat looked like a VW bug. He had a big head. Yeah, big head. He did. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Lee? All right, guys. Summer League final tomorrow in Vegas. It's going to be between the Memphis Grizzlies and uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Over under on point total one seventy and a half. Oh Jesus. Under. I think, Under. I think they're going to be fatigued. To it. Yeah, I think they're going to be fatigued. A lot of games in a row, a lot yeah. of pressure. You're in Vegas. Tell me, tell me some of those young guys in Vegas didn't didn't walk by while those people were handing out the pamphlets on uh, on the Las Vegas Strip and say, you know what? For thirty bucks, I can get shrimp cocktail and a massage. Why not? <laughs> I do want to fight it. Unfortunately, you beat me to it, so I'm I'm just going to go ahead and and, and be right there with you. All right, good. Arm in arm, me and you. Thelma and Louise, baby. Go hard on a guy. That's enough. All right, you guys, the big trade this week, Russell Westbrook to the Rockets in exchange for Chris Paul to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Number of days he's left with the team, you guys, six and a half. Ooh. Wow. Um, Do they have to make a decision on this soon? The sixteenth is that like a is there a reason for that? No, I I don't think I think I think that's the uh, the the franchise tag thing in the NFL. Maybe you're that's right. That's right. Um, I will say the oh I don't think they're going to get a deal done that quick, and I think the NBA is going to want to space it out because they realize that uh, until the playoffs next year, they're taking a step back to football. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to compete yeah. with the NFL. Get out of here. So. Uh, take a walk. I'm uh, going to take the over. All right, both taking the over on that. Chris Paul, days left with OKC. Moving on to what you had just alluded to, the deadline for teams to sign their franchise tag players is tomorrow to a multi-year contract. Let me uh, expand on that. Uh, Three guys left to do that. That's Jadavian Clowney with the Texans, Robbie Gold with the 49ers, and Grady Jarrett with the Falcons. Number of guys who sign a multi-year contract by tomorrow's deadline at a half. I'll let you go first, Brady. Go ahead. I'm going to take the under. I don't think any of them do. You know what? Looking at these three situations and the way Jackson, the sort of the communication there, um, it just just, just seeing how things have transpired in San Francisco, uh, and then obviously you know factoring in just all of the other the ins and outs and things that happened, I'm going to take the uh, the under as well too. Lee. Take <laughs> all the, right, uh, taking the, the under, under as well. Yeah, the under. I'm not going to get conned again. I'm not going to get conned <laughs> by your 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 salary cap knowledge as you. Uh, just goof on me and make me look like an idiot because you know the salary cap and I don't. Um, I'm just I'm just glad well, you you first in this last one, okay. right? If, if you wouldn't mind, <laughs> right. it's yeah. like the gentleman thing uh, to do. Okay. All right, coming down to the last one, you guys: Manny Pacquiao versus Keith Thurman next week. Over under on the rounds fought eleven and a half. 
I, oh man, I got a weird feeling. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Yeah, that's probably the smarter bet. I just, <laughs> this is a really, that's really a tough it's fight really for Manny not. Pacquiao. It's, it's tougher for Bobo. And now, okay, it's tougher yeah, for that Bobo. Is true. To, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Which side of the family does Bobo want to piss off uh, for real? Yeah, why does he always lean with Pacquiao? Um, I, yeah, yeah. Why do you always lean to Pacquiao, Bobo? Just always been a fan of his. All right. There he is. All right. Apparently, it's that simple. It but, really is. By the way, so you, many of their conflicts in your life. By the way, just, <laughs> did you see Floyd Mayweather get put in a body bag in that charity <laughs> basketball game? You see yeah. that? He got he got well, crossed that guy, up. That guy, the guy who did it though, was like a, a dribbling specialist. <laughs> Still don't mean he, he didn't get yeah, put in the body he, bag. Yeah, he got I mean, body bagged, man. Um, let me be honest. Like wrestlers and boxers are terrible basketball players. Wow! Like I've I've never no I've never seen one that can shoot or be able to play basketball at all. I don't know why. It's just that one sport. They're bad. Roy Jones was pretty good. Eh, not really. He was. By the way, uh, Roy Jones also another athlete who uh, may have sent out a, a picture that went public. All right. Uh, well done, uh, Brady Quinn. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next, we are going to get to uh, something that Brady Quinn and I both agree on. It is a change for one sport, and it's a change for the better here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up in less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR, Chris Plank, Arnie Spanier will take over the airwaves here on Fox Sports Radio. I know that because Arnie is actually in studio and not in Vermont, and he has already pissed off everybody that is here uh, on the grounds of Fox Sports Radio. Immediately comes in and tells everybody they gained weight. That's his move. Immediately. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Uh, so they'll be uh, they'll be up uh, in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Sounds like Coach Radio. K. Well, you know. uh, yeah, listen, you know what, Coach K, he, at least he's honest. Yeah, Zion yeah. shouldn't have played. And, well, uh, at least Arnie's honest. Yeah. Um, all right. So we I, – and I, and I think that we have done a very good job of keeping football in everybody's ears, okay, because the season is approaching. And I think probably next week is the last sort of – well, it's not really football season. After that, it's football season. We right. are full going to football season. Right. Um, but I, this is worth mentioning. Major League Baseball is experimenting with this new rule in the Atlantic League. And what it is is to where if a, a, a ball goes past the catcher, the batter can try and steal first. And it was successfully done for the first time, uh, I think, earlier today or this weekend in the Atlantic League. Right. I love the rule. I think it's, I think it's brilliant. Uh, I think, look, some balls uh, are, are different than others, and if you if it's a ball that's outside, that's one thing. But a ball that gives, goes in the dirt and skips to the backstop, I think you have every right to want to take off and go to first. I love it. I think Major League Baseball should adopt it today. In season, I want to see it by Monday. I'm not kidding. I love it. I think it's I'm right. I'm right there with you, and, and and part of me thinks like one, this is always should have been the rule, always should have been the no, case. Doesn't or, it make so much sense? <laughs> it it makes like like the second you watched it, you're like, oh wait, okay, so it's not just on like past ball strike three. You don't have the opportunity to do that. Why wouldn't you have the opportunity to do that every single pitch if you wanted to test it out and see if you could make it? Um, and so I think the rule always should have been that way. Uh, not that it's going to really change the alignment of of any infielders or anything like that, but. It will put more pressure on the catcher and the pitcher uh, in order to orchestrate that. You can't just give any throwaway pitch and not have to worry about the repercussions of it. So I love it. I hope it's here to stay. I hope it's something that they actually put in and we see how it impacts uh, Major League Baseball moving forward. Yeah, I, I love it as well, too. And it is surprising that, that that nobody thought of it until just now. And they're experimenting with it. But I will tell you this, Brady Quinn. This has yeah. been a phenomenal weekend. Two shows with you. Oof. Yeah. What a it's good like open up uh, some you know new tennis balls. <laughs> Somebody go to Dick's and buy a can of balls. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.